0: What's happening, weirdos? This is an incredible chat with the charming and delightful and hilarious John Heater, who so many of us like me know from Napoleon Dynamite. Also, shout out to my new friend Michael Rosenbaum, who put us in touch. Uh, he has a great podcast as well that you should check out that I'll be on very soon as well. So, this is how I got in touch with John, our first Latter day Saint uh, guest. I was very excited to talk, or is there, you know, known on the streets, Mormons? Very excited to talk to him and some really interesting stuff about his career as well. So let's get to it as quickly as possible. Uh, If you're listening to this at any point in any time, I do a monthly show at Largo. Go to Largo-LA.com for tickets. Always, always, always amazing. The last one had Dimitri Martin. Uh, I'm blanking. Oh, Michael Gunger and Sean Watkins did music. It was really one of the most incredible shows. I'm just blanking on who else was there because I'm very deeply tired. Uh, Beth Stelling. God, now I'm only forgetting one person. I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> but anyway, come come see me at Largo uh, once a month, largo-la.com for tickets. And uh, check out, if you like the show and you want to support it, try a Pete's Pick like our friends at Everlane. I'm wearing my Everlane jacket. Deal with that. It's my favorite jacket. Uh, And you know what else I love about Everlane is they are a company of integrity and have wonderful values and values should guide the decisions you make throughout your life. Because when you stick to what's important to your very core, it shows in everything you do. And Everlane is certainly no exception to that. Everlane is committed to doing the right thing from start to finish. That means partnering with responsible factories and ensuring every piece of clothing looks and feels great for years to come this jacket, I have it in uh, blue denim. I have it in black. I have their sweaters. These are not only some of the most ethically made clothes that I own, but they are the best looking and the best feeling and the longest lasting. They have a dedication to finding socially responsible factories through third party audits with certified partners. They design timeless clothing with quality materials and a focus on durability and longevity. And they have transparency in production costs for every item. That means on their site, you'll see what it is cost to make which is really the only place i've ever seen that they have uh they are trend proof with quality made to last that means say goodbye to unsustainable fad fast fashion everlane designs timeless closet staples made with high quality materials that you can wear over and over again and frankly that's what i love the most about them they are, nothing they make is boring, but nothing they make is something like MC Hammer Pants that you can only wear one summer in 1993. Every garment is made from the finest material like grade A cashmere, Italian leather, and certified organic cotton. And Everlane to use the best materials with the least impact on the planet, so they prioritize sourcing raw materials from transparent, recycled, organic, and renewable sources. So you can look good and feel good about looking good. If you want to do things differently from your core to your closet shop everlane go to everlane.com/weird and sign up for 10% off your first order that's 10% off your first order when you go to everlane.com/weird and sign up Everlane helping people live their best lives with the least impact on the planet. We are also brought to us by our friends. This is another Pete's Pick that has been blowing me away. I subscribed. I used my own promo code to subscribe the first time I tried it because it was incredibly high-quality, and wonderful CBD. I know there are a lot of CBDs. I know there are a lot of CBD ads on podcasts, but Feels is a premium CBD that will help keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free and delivered directly to your door. I love it. As someone who suffers from, obviously, uh, occasional pain, nervousness, anxiety, and sleeplessness, but doesn't want to have harmful side effects and wants something natural and not pharmaceutical, CBD is a wonderful alternative it naturally helps reduce stress anxiety pain and sleeplessness there's no hangover or or addiction. I love that it keeps my head absolutely clear and I never feel like I need to take it. I always feel in control. Uh, and you, all you have to do is place a few drops of Fields under your tongue and you feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that it's finding your right dose that's important and everyone's dose is different. What Fields actually has is a little flight and I got to try three different kinds and dialed in exactly the right dose. Or if you're in need of a dose of on the go pop in one of feels new cbd infused mints for a clear-headed feeling and bonus fresh breath in fact feels offers a free cbd hotline to help guide you uh, and guide your personal experience so that you find the perfect dose the feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure you get the best use of your c cbd Joining the Fuel's monthly membership makes your self-care so easy. You'll save money on every order, and you can pause or cancel anytime. I will attest to that. The subscription discount is is enormous. So start feeling better with feels become a member today by going to feels F E A L S dot com slash weirdo and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F E A L S dot com slash weirdo to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off Your first order with free shipping. That's feels.com slash weirdo. All right, everybody. Hope you enjoy John Heater. It was such a treat for me. I hope you like it one-tenth as much as I did, and then you'll still poop your pants. Get into it. Here you are. You can wear these or not. Also, I tell this everybody, get your feet up here. Look how dirty it is. It's totally fine. Bear? Should I? Bear? Let's get you out. Now everybody <laughs> knows it's a Velcro. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> 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 a teva, a Teva, or a, Ooh. I a Cheva. Tevas, right? Our te- Our teva.
1: I just heard te- Teva's are pronounced Teva. These are That's the like, gifts. Gif with Teva.
0: These are the GIF.
1: That's how to
0: do it, man. The you gif, gif, just gif. did it. It's supposed to be like a sleepover. Yeah. We're just two bros. Yeah.
1: On a please, couch Please tell me you've had problems with people still like you know, They sit and they're like Get rid We've had that a lot <laughs> 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 We're I doing a, a bunch lot. of visual
0: stuff already for a podcast <laughs> But we got these cams Oh yeah yeah Those will be for clippies and, and for YouTubies oh. That's how kids listen to podcasts these days Did you know?
1: I didn't know kids listen to
0: podcasts I don't know if they do either But already. but they're clicking They're watching at least the first 30 Whatever counts as a view I don't know <laughs> Depends I can't on, call I
1: guess it Guess what ads are? Your, who your sponsors are
0: Yeah well Liquid death Oh shit my liquid death spilled Katie No I'm just kidding It was me I just wanted someone to blame Purely and truly Do you want an LD? There's an a sponsor LB. There's a sponsor
1: I never heard of these Until I saw And we'll get into Jamie drinking
0: water Jamie Lee Yeah My dear friend And
1: I was like What, what is this? And she's like It's just water you, Then why are they Lying And sh- telling us This is like Caffeinated. I'm like, well, we start he, he like, you can start if you want. This, this is all good. Wait, wait just be, second. Yo, let's get it. Let's get it.
0: That was pretty good. That was very good. Oh, I wow. get that side. Like, There's a, and then I put it. Buddy, um, I'm not forcing it. I think these would be pretty big in the LDS commune. Like because it's because a, it it's not a big look, booze.
1: I'm sober, so like I like drinking. Cool. Yes. And it makes you look like you're. Pounding like a, a huge sixteen is yeah, this like a, sixteen point and it's but well, it looks like it's an energy, like a hardcore energy drink, right? Yeah, or with malt liquor in it. With it looks Maul. like a four loco. Yeah, you throw gold in there and just like I'm sorry. Now I'm now I'm making. Uh, I keep forgetting I gotta hold. You don't
0: know. We got you. You can hold it at a, at a middle distance.
1: But I was like, why? What's with the? What do you call this kind of font? It's that like old English. It's old English, which is, is that- funny. It's the oldest. It's
0: funny that that's a badass font because the people murder that wrote person. that with big thick feather pens
1: were like yeah. dainty Dobbinses. It wouldn't go well with LDS. By the way, why murder your thirst? We don't murder. <laughs> unlike <laughs> sure unlike you the don't. other religions. Jeez. Uh, What do you take uh, us for? Come on. I'm sorry, but this is another
0: testament of Jesus Christ (laughs) and a lot of people have murdered (laughs) in the name of that first book. Um,
1: wow. Okay, let's oh, get I, into I, it.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm a i am I was raised evangelical, so I'm throwing yes, down yes, my yes. people saying the Crusades I know that was Catholicism, but you yeah, know what yeah, I mean. yeah. there's yeah. been
1: bloodshed. But we're a new we're a new group and we're a peace loving Geez. I'm all into it. It's just it's just you open it up and you, and you feel like we are still doing the commercial and I'm like, Well, you think you're about to drink <laughs> something tart and explosive. <laughs> that's going to keep you awake.
0: Yeah. But really it's just a water group that figured out that gold is available for all the people, all the beverages. But
1: what is the, what is the catch is it because it's from straight from the Alps? It is good water.
0: I'm a I'm a water snob. The, and aluminum it's like something preposterous. It's like ninety percent of all aluminum is still in use. Did you know that? Yeah. So plastic bottles. This does just not sound that. like an ad. <laughs> drink uh, drink uh, from aluminum when you can instead of plastic. Instead of plastic, okay. I mean, you still it's still. Or you just energy. use the same. I almost brought in my reuse regular my regular water bottle, but. Okay, I do want you to say up top. I did not intend to bring up, the Church of Latter Day Saints. No. This quickly, this quickly, but I I want to say this up to I knew I know. Well, I'm glad sometimes we have people from the lesser represented faiths on this podcast, and I always want to say this is the safest place. Yeah, you are in a friendly zone. (laughs) We're not even going to get into it, but when it comes up, yeah, I just want you to know you can edit things out and and it's not a gotcha podcast. It's not like, and I'm also not an idiot, I've been to (laughs) Provo, I've been to Salt Lake.
1: And, and and anywhere in between Provo and Salt Lake, I feel like you really, as soon as you get into American Fork or Pleasant Grove, Ooh. then that's you where you're in you the heart. Me, my friend. You're in the heart. Salt Lake doesn't almost count anymore. And I'm talking like I know. I don't know. I don't live but go there. ahead and represent it. Yeah, I know. I don't think I can <laughs> represent Salt Lake. Provo, there's still a lot of me, a lot of my heart left behind in Provo. You left your heart
0: in Provo? Yes, left my heart. Why? Why? Me.
1: Because I went to school there.
0: Oh, that's why uh, Brigham. Yeah, Yeah, I I loved my time. It's a great town. The mountains?
1: I mean, there's a lot of majesty. I'm not even saying. Those words, I think, are in there. (laughs) The world is our campus and our majesty or something. Wow. Almost. When you go to Utah,
0: you do, I think you turned me down a little. Can you turn me back up, Katie? Because I'm a narcissist.
1: (laughs) I'm just kidding. I I don't care. I just want to make sure I heard me and then I didn't (laughs) hear me guys raspberry all over place. you get my good my coveted
0: raspberry laughs yeah. was it you
1: it might have been i don't know
0: i'm going to say whenever i've been in Provo, i look at the mountains and i go like of course you felt revelation here you know what i mean it feels like a very clean like the frequency to the well, divine
1: feels it's clean it's interesting to me. You say that cuz they they're also known for having the like the worst air quality index like really? around yeah like they're doing all they're trying to pass all sorts of bills to clean up the air, especially oh. up in like Salt Lake area, that's what I hear, and I'm like, that's interesting because I'm to already me, not a fan of the air. That's the one thing I really don't miss at all because because of the altitude or because of the I pollution? think because of the altitude. Well, no, super dry. So yeah, yeah, I never yeah. used. I never used chapstick in my life I mean. until.
0: And then no, I always you, carried one around. You go to your uh, your you go to Denver, suddenly oh, you're yeah, breaking yeah. out that chapstick. Yeah, yeah. You, it's a non-negotiable. Well,
1: then I started realizing, oh yeah, just out here in the mountains, like you, you need that chapstick. <laughs> you need that chappy chap. chap. Um, is chapstick featured in Napoleon Dynamite? Also yes, something it is. I wasn't yeah. Yeah. Give me
0: your chapstick. Yeah, it's uh Or give me your tots, Sorry. just well, give me your tots, <laughs> Which another guy says, "Buddy, I was like ready to not even bring it up." And then you were but like you knew Let's it was gonna me. come up. I know, but I, I like <laughs> Look, hopefully Daniel Radcliffe's going to do it. I'm going for a Harry Potter free. I don't see how And I'm how, going like, for a, a Napoleon like
1: free. A pedigree sense, and I don't know. I uh, you I mean, no, I,
0: I no. I'm with you because he has a very he has a pretty cool yeah, career. Yeah, he's done a lot of very he's different things. done a lot of different things.
1: things. So have you. Oh, yeah, thank you. NJS,
0: um, not just saying, made it up <laughs> just
1: now. Well, NJS, uh, <laughs> kind of a BD. Uh, Big deal. Yes, that's, I got it. Uh, yeah.
0: Unless it was the other one, but that's not. Big Dump? Let's just say Richard.
1: Oh. Uh, oh, okay. That's I, I, not. A, I, I, can I tell
0: you? This yeah. is what I was going to tell you. The first club I headlined My whole career was called Fat, Dumb, and Happies. And the guy who ran it, I believe his name was Michael, Michael B, was a a Latter-day Saint, I was going to say Mormon, but a Latter-day Saint movie star. He made Latter-day Saint movies. You might even know who he is. Michael B. Michael B. Blonde hair. He looks like Jack Black, kind of, if he was wearing, I know last name B. I might know who you're talking With very white, white blonde hair. It's a strong mite. It's a strong mite. And I'm pretty sure when I was there, and this would have been 20 years ago, but people were like, "Yeah, John, John he and my dude," like they were throwing your name around and all this stuff. But they had movies called like Mormon Family Night and yeah. Ga- Mormon Game Night, excuse me. Yeah. But they were like, I don't, no, no, Family Home Evening." Family Home Evening. That's that, is that what you're referring
1: funny. to, or is, are you talking about the movie?
0: Oh, okay. Family Home Evening is a is a real thing. That's a real thing it's a thing, principle. But- But I, I I think it's called Mormon Game Night. I'm not sure. I should have researched. Oh, yeah, I don't don't know. But anyway, I met a a Latter Day Movie Star, and that was one of the (laughs) first people I worked for. And and he really, he told me a lot of strange things that I do not think are indicative of the entire faith. But he would tell me like about his mission and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like finding people that were speaking in tongues and carving in their arm and stuff oh my interesting. Gosh, I want to like, see that. Yeah. It was it was very well, yeah. you like horror. It was very <laughs> horror-y, but it scared the the crap out of me because I was very religious at the time and I'm still spiritual, but I was very religious at the time. And he's telling me these scary stories about like demons and stuff, and, yeah. I, and I remember being in my hotel and being like, "They're coming, <laughs> they're, they're <laughs> coming for me tonight." What's well,
1: still the scariest stuff for me? Like, oh, of course, and, for me too. You know, and I think part of that is my religious background, but like on the mission, I would we, I think. Where was that, your mission in Japan? Japan, Japan, Nihon.
0: Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. wait. 18-year-old John Heater. 19. 19. Yeah. Forgive me. 18 that's would okay. be crazy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, 18 is now. now 18 they is they, now. Now they let them go. Because of 18. modern revelation? Well, Change during, it to 18. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know exactly all the reasons why, but I think it's just yeah. like, get them out sooner. Or like, yeah, bring... No more of this freshman year, then go on a mission. Yeah. That's what I did a freshman year at BYU first, then I went on. A mission, but tell me I don't see everything.
0: It. Let's start with your mission. Oh, don't jump just to the meat of it. Tell no, me. I know. Yeah. You got assigned
1: Japan. I was assigned to so yeah, we put in our papers and I say I'm gonna say we a lot, because I have a twin brother. Did you go on your mission with him? Well, at the same time, but we had we were assigned uh, to different
0: missions. Okay. That would be nice.
1: Yeah, but it was pretty still miraculous that like we were called to the same country and we were both He went to Japan too. He went to Japan too.
0: Whoa. And when
1: we got the call that's what we call it. We get the call, yeah. And normally it's like this big. It's kind of like a cultural event when you get your call and you gather your friends and family around. Now they do everything on Zoom and they like stream live stream everything. Whoa. But yeah. you don't really have everybody. But we had turned it in, and we were still at BYU when the papers came into my folks back at home. I grew up in Oregon, so yeah. this is yeah. a reference, and. um and so my mom was like, "Well, you got the calls." We were, like, we were so excited. We were like, like one or two days before we came back home. She's like, "I'm just opening it now." I was like, "No, <laughs> <laughs>
2: was like, fine." It
1: didn't make any difference. So she's reading to us, and she, you know, then when they get to the part like you have been assigned to serve in the Tokyo, I heard mine Tokyo right away. I was like, Japan. Wow, I know that. And his was Nagoya. I was like, I don't know Nagoya, but he was just as like. This is Japan. I mean, yeah, we are over the
0: moon. I don't want to put down other countries, but I mean, this is what the the musical Book of Mormon is about. I did a mission in Uganda, not a full mission. I went. Yeah, that's generous. I went on a three week mission. I was going to give
1: you two months, but three weeks. Three that's weeks.
0: So it's great. not even the same. But the, but the LDS more missionary system yeah. is you
1: know
0: yeah it's the Cadillac of missionary well, systems. I mean, it is. I, yeah. When and I was in Uganda, I would see Latter Day Saints <laughs> everywhere.
1: You're like, there goes the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys. And they're like, you want to know more? You're like, oh, just ease up. Ease up. <laughs> Take a few steps back. Ndugu Wait, Mizungu?
0: That means Mizungu. white person. And, oh, white. That's what it's they were to It's a gaijin
1: us. in Japan. See? But this is something
0: know. only missionaries yeah, get yeah. thrown at. Yeah. Mizungu! And you got gaiji. Gaijin! Gaijin, gaijin yeah, yeah. And did people call you Gaijin on your mission?
1: Uh, sometimes, or they just like, baka, like, which is stupid, idiot. Or, you know, like oh. That. No, right. normally, they thought we were pretty cool. Yes. Like, oh, sugoi gaijin da yo. Okay. It guy. Like, you're super tall. Yes,
0: well, you're a lean that. bean. Yeah. Okay, um, so you were excited. What I was going to say was the whole yes. plot of the Book of Mormon is they get sent to Uganda.
1: Yes. So there are,
0: you can get sent anywhere in the world. You can. And you're 18, or you're 19, yeah. about to be 19. You have to admit there's a human element of, like, you're going to one of the coolest cities in the world. Well, for me,
1: so you don't know where you're going. You know, you put it... And when you apply, you do... They want to know if you studied any languages. because. Mm. But it doesn't always mean... My younger brother studied German all three. He went to Germany for, like, a study abroad, whatever, and he got called to Korea. So it's sometimes <laughs> like, you have no idea. But that is such a funny way <laughs> to hack your mission. Yeah. It's just... Like, study you think French you and hope yes. you
0: go to, like, French Polynesia.
1: So I think they, like, take... Uh, but my brother needed this, because otherwise yes. he would have been gonna like, of course, Germany. Like, he's That's such a pompous... hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he was humbled. Yeah. They brought and, him a little humble. And we had studied Japanese in high school. Okay. So I knew there was a chance, but I I, I will tell you this. I was like, look, I'll go over where, wherever the Lord wants me to go, and I will, you know, serve... The best I can but please I do not want stateside stateside is when you go somewhere in the states and and I just I wanted so badly my father and my older brother they served in uh Chile and uh El Salvador they all joined the brown spot club which was like oh that's you for sure if you go south the border you will crap your pants (laughs) you will get so sick at some point. And get a brown spot. Oh, yeah. Either uncontrolled or just like a little bit, yeah. but no From matter what, shark- you will soil <laughs> It, the
0: zero on the scale is shart.
1: My, like my you brother, are shart on the way. It's in. not even shart. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just dribbling at that point. A dribble.
0: A, a Shart's dribble. a three. Let's yeah. Be real. A shart, shart has a th- like
1: combustion kind of. Involved. Shart had propellant. This just comes out and you don't even know. And yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. crap. It's like your car really? is leaking. Yes,
0: but it was you. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not oil. <laughs> it's poo poo, and that rhymed. And here we are. So you didn't want to go stateside because your here's your father and your older brother both went to cool. I, just, I wanted
1: to learn another language. I wanted to go.
0: Dude, I, I met people at the temple in Salt Lake City, and I th- I think they were on their mission.
1: I'm like, Oh yeah, people served there. You're you're on a mission in Salt Lake City? Yes. yes. And like, that's almost what? one that you're like, oh no, but, but they They in get get 4A so many. in Vietnam. Like you don't get to, you're not
0: going. Yeah. Like the like Captain America wanted to go fight and it's like, you can't go. It's yeah. 4A. Yeah.
1: Those are the 4A missionaries. Yes, those I are the ones see. that wow. like, fight the most and then they get sent in. But then everybody <laughs> comes home saying, Oh, it was the best. Of course. I'm so happy. Uh, my brother, my youngest brother, went to Arizona. He's the only one in the family who didn't go. Who went stateside? Oh no! And we were all, <laughs> we we're all like, uh oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of. And yet we we're like, you know, supportive. And of, of course, he said he loved. He still it. had a great time. That said, he was like, I never need a. S- go to Arizona ever. Oh, he went to Arizona and he was like, yeah, yeah, never yeah. need to go to Arizona, zero, Arizona again. I'm never going to eat another brownie for the rest of my life. You like, say ate so many brownies. It's I a brownie know. town. I, it's, I don't know. Brownie. He's in the brownie spot. I want to feed the missionaries brownies. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> like, oh, I will dessert.
0: say, okay, I want to hear everything about your mission from the very beginning and who you went with. And I do want to say, as a public service annou- announcement, be nice to your Mormons. Uh, you know what I mean? Like w- the few times Mormons have, co- Lord states have come to my door, it's like, let's have some food. We don't even need to talk theology. You uh, like, <laughs> yeah. you can say you tried. I understand. Yeah. Let's just have some snacks. Let's have some food.
1: Because these are fucking. Oh, they're kids. down. They're down. For, they're down for that. They're down for whatever. I mean, yes. I'm speaking not for all of them, yeah. like you treat them nicely. If they treat you nicely, if yes. they're jerks. Yes. Go ahead. Yes.
0: Slap them. Go ahead and re jerk a jerk. But if yeah. they're being sweet, sweet that sweet. I like that. rejerk jerk a jerk. Go re jerk a jerk. But I was working as a uh, reenactor in Salem, Massachusetts. Different Salem. I know you yeah. have an association in Salem, Washington. And uh, there were Mormon missionaries there. And we were we were very close. And it was a really funny I always wanted to write a script about this. They came to see our show. And then later they were worried that it was too entertaining. Because it, we told them it was educational. But the show was pretty entertaining, <laughs> it's it's and they it's were too worried good. that they were going to kind of be audited. Like their supervisor was going to we don't ask get audited. To, not audited, but you know, checked in. But
1: on. yeah, I know.
0: And then we were like, if That's that so happens. Funny we will put on the most boring production of our show so you don't get in how trouble how often
1: were they coming to see they this show they came
0: once and it took a lot of convincing <laughs> i mean like after a summer of knowing each other we were finally like please come to the show it's the the yeah. real
1: testimonies of the witch trials it's yeah, educational that, i see that that is educational did It was. You put like you said it was entertaining was it a, no we I improvised mean, a lot so there you was, made it more of a
0: comedic thing i did okay i was did. straight clowning i
1: was the last show i ever did yeah. <laughs>
0: We got in trouble all the time, but anyway, that's where I had. That sounds amazing. That's where I. They would tell me horror stories about they. uh, They were stateside. Obviously, they're working in Salem, big Spanish-speaking community, so they were bilingual. Yeah, and they just you could just tell it was wearing on them. Like a lot of. Uh, slam doors and stuff. Yeah. oh yeah, that sort of thing. so why don't so you, who did you go with and tell me every feeling because it's also an exciting time in your life you're 18. you're going to Japan. Oh, it was
1: it was insane. it was yeah. I still tell I mean I, I geek out I mean almost should have warned you like you asked me about my mission. I was just the whole I love time hearing about these things. but it was because I remember it was, what it
0: felt like to be 18. I,
1: and going on trips well, like that I, I mean I, and I'm convinced that all young people went basically once they finish high school, need to do some form of abroad. Yes. You know, like get out there, you know, you know why college students will need to do the backpacking trip across Europe. Yep. Go on a mission. Whatever it is. Sure, I would I would say see the world. Of course, you know, sometimes you're if you're as a missionary you're called stateside, but you still you're stepping out of your comfort zone. Truly. Look, I've no been matter to Arizona.
0: That doesn't sound like a picnic to me. I've tried to sell <laughs> tickets in Arizona. <laughs> Let me tell you, folks.
1: <laughs> Scott so,
0: Scottsdale. I had a few doors slammed in my face. Let me tell you right now, and I wasn't trying to get the burning in the
1: bosom. Keep going, and uh uh we. Uh, and so going to. I mean, I was yeah. I was beyond excited studying the language. You studied for two months intensively, but it, nothing. That's will part still, of it? Well, so you have the MTC, the mission, the training center for two months if you're. If you're learning another language, you go for two months ahead of time. Wow! And they have one in Provo now. You can do it online. They have other places, but um, and then you know you you go out there and the first did you roll day, in
0: with your brother, and you're like,
1: so I did. So my brother and I were staying. there at, at the training center the whole time, but then we parted ways for two years because yeah. he was going. Like I said, he went to a different mission. It was our neighboring mission. Wow. So mission is like it's a territory. I was the Tokyo North which was like northern part of Tokyo and several other areas north of that. And then he was Nagoya, which was the Nagoya area, but you know, whatever. And part of the rules is you're not supposed to leave your area. You can't see anybody while you're there. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. It's crazy to think. We wrote letters to each other. Not only was it not emails, letters, but also the fact that we wrote letters. We were like yes, brothers. Yes,
0: We're brothers. In we're like, old English. Yeah. I Dearest like, brother, why am I writing how goeth your mission? <laughs>
1: Like, <laughs> the road is, is hard. hard Yeah, exactly Send more, Rye um, <laughs> So we uh, Yeah, we um, We never saw each other But like uh, Twice a year They change it now Again, it's like Once a week you're allowed to But back then It was You Mother's Day and Christmas You're allowed to call Your family Whoa um, And then I was allowed To call him as well um, But yeah It was Was that special for you Or that anybody like uh, a twin No, thing. no, because he was family. I and see, I guess because he was serving at the same time. Okay.
0: Million so, questions. You yeah. you train, you get there. When do you when are you released? There's a mission already happening when you get there. You train the, join the there, mission.
1: The mission's there, you get there and you get a trainer, a guy who's like already kind of learned the ropes, who's a little bit more experienced. But when I say trainer, he's just a regular missionary, but he's he can speak normally he can speak the language better. Yeah. So he knows the ropes. He's gonna show you the ropes. Uh, For the first couple months, and so Gil Chodo, let's say you say Elder Chodo, whoa, um, Hida Hida Chodo, and it goes
0: backwards like son. yeah,
1: yeah, Hida Sun. It's all about their titles, like and it it goes last, yeah. Oh wow, Elder, that
0: really brought me back. Yeah, Uh, Elders, yes, okay.
1: So and uh, (laughs) and Gil, so Gil Chodo was his name, Elder Gil. He was he was amazing. And he, um, yeah, he was my trainer. And so, yeah, you're there. But he's a kid too. He's got to yeah, be Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Now everybody's like between 19, 20, sometimes 22 or wow. uh, or 23, whatever. But it's all within that age range. And, uh, and it wasn't until about four. I, I, I remember the conversation the first time. It was about four months in. He had already left and I got my new companion. And I was on a phone call and I made it through the phone call with basically understanding the Japanese. conversation. Yes. Because wow. you are, I mean, no nobody ever goes fully like you think you prepare intensively for two months and you're like, I don't know what happened. Of going course. On. You're listening to everybody. You're like so overwhelmed. The sights, the smells. I mean, Japan, Tokyo was such a yes. culture shock. Yes. I mean it took it was like living in a I was obsessed and still I'm with Blade Runner. I was like, I'm in Blade Runner. You right are now. in Blade Runner. This is lost It was like it was raining. Neon signs, the sights, things floating around. Yes,
0: a a naked lady bends over and talks to you.
1: (laughs) And and then yes, can I tell
0: you about another testament of Jesus Christ? (laughs) And then she goes back. (laughs) Oh, you're not real. (laughs) (laughs) Boobies. In that case, boobies.
1: (laughs) It was uh, yeah. It was not far from that, and um, and yeah, and I, I so about four months in, I was starting to feel comfortable with the language. And I could, like... Before we get to that, sorry. No. Tell me about your first
0: day going out, knocking on doors, not yet comfortable um, with the language. And I'm assuming they have a pretty intricate map. They're like, we've already talked to these people. (laughs) You need to talk to these people, Well, right?
1: Yes, but what's funny is, like, you know, every area in the mission is assigned two or four elders, or sisters if they're in that area. So it was just the two of us in this area and... Yeah, there's where he's gone, and you have records kind of of what's been covered, but how far do those records go back? I mean, these are 19-year-olds you're depending on. They may have yes. not marked this. or And is there a right, code there.
0: for like... Interested but not. I'm not trying to be funny. Interested no, no, no. but I, not yeah. converted. Oh no, there's uh, a whole shorthand. While you're there,
1: tell me the short. Hand. Well, like it was all in <laughs> Japanese. The Keen Jeans are the Keen is gold. So Jean is person. Keen Jeans like the golden content. This person's super interested. They're gonna get. They're gonna get baptized. They're on their whatever. way. Okay, so Keen Jean. You know, but that's also <laughs> like. Yeah, there's, oh man, I'm forgetting a lot of it. But (laughs) but you would
0: have to have records of like this person's hostile, right? I mean, that would be. You don't really have
1: records on people. Like, like, it's just like, oh, we've done that apartment building. I see. And you're also keeping up, like half of the time you are in Japan, especially, you don't have as many. you, You hear about missionaries who go, I, I say South of the border, like whether it's Mexico or South America, and they're just constantly teaching. They're mm. teaching, teaching. People are open. There's tons of people joining the church. In Japan, you you don't have that. You know, you're just like looking and looking and yeah. being turned down and turned down. But you, you don't like. It's not it more. It doesn't get on you because you're just like I'm learning Japanese every time I talk to someone, well, and I'm listening. And how was your attitude? Well, yeah, because so you didn't have like a. I'm I not winning. Bummed. I'm not. No, like they tell you, like look, you're, this is where you're going. This is a reality, and and you're. But you know you. you you do your best and you you stay strong. It makes
0: me happy that somebody wasn't breathing down your neck, being oh, like, no, no. I need 10. You know, dude, I, growing up, I mean, evangelical people be. would be like, if you're not converting this many people a year, oh, yeah. like, what are you doing? And I remember being like, high school is hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, the few times that I would be like, can I tell you about the most important part of my life to somebody in a car? <laughs> and it, it was is always
1: 010. Well, and 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 the missionaries, it's it's the missionaries. They're all like, I mean, they're people, you know, they're just like, you're gonna have Majime. Is those really strict guys. Wampaku <laughs> is the opposite end. Oh, those guys were Wampaku. Those guys just go to the nearest electronic store and they'll just sit in the uh electric ch- uh, massage chairs. And I knew guys on my mission. Like they- I'm talking about elders. Like oh, mission Mish- missionaries that would were like that would blow they it up. They're not rule followers. They're just like, ah, or they were lazy at the rules. They're like not breaking hardcore rules, but like Look, we, you in Japan, had to have Japan, Tokyo like is a playground. Have yeah. you ever been to Tokyo? No,
0: I want to go. It's
1: a playground. It's still, I mean, you could go and get so distracted. Of course. And there, the, you know, and so you hear about those who are like, oh, I'm strict and I'm going to do that. But yeah, I was I relate like, to that because I went
0: to a Christian college and there were people there like me that were studying to become pastors. Yeah. And then there were people that are like, my parents are making me do this. Or like, they'll cut me
1: off if I don't do this. Yeah. Meaning, and that's the I'm same not surprised. Way. Yeah, no, it's, it's gotta be. it's the same be. way. It's it really people. is. It's part of the culture. you like, you know, you're kind of, the whole time you're growing up, it's like, you know, it's just part of you. This is what your dad did. And, and sometimes it's like- You want to rebel. It feels more like pressure. And then yeah. sometimes it's like, I can't wait to be part of that family legacy. Or I can't wait. You get the new converts, or like, I'm doing this. I don't have any family members who are members of the church. I just I need to They're go on fire. teach. Yeah, yeah. And you so you'll get and and you see that it's part of the adventure of being a missionary is like, it's really for you. It's not really for other people. You are growing yourself. And and a lot of times I'll say that it's really for the missionary to gain their own testimony or, or to learn the value of loving other people, of serving, compassion, and, 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 yeah, and patience, and and, and humility. I mean <clears throat>
0: everything. It's a low. No- I'm I'm not, I'm assuming you're not converting. There must be days,
1: weeks, 11 people under my two year, um, you know, going there two years, 11 people under my, you know, teaching that were technically baptized. I see. You know, I taught tons of people and there's tons of people who are like along the way, you know, but I was just like, that's great. Yeah. As long as you're like out there. Two years, 11
0: people. This is great. So, um, Father Greg Boyle just did this podcast. He started um, Homeboy Industries. It's this amazing. I won't tell the whole story, but anyway, <laughs> he said he's like, I don't, I don't know if prayer works, but I know praying works. So there's something about that, like the yeah, mission the being for you. Like, yeah. does it work? Well, the mission works for the missionaries, yeah. and then there's also this other component of like the numbers
1: or you know but what I it mean. is like you know praying is also when you think of what kind of what you're talking about there just what you're talking <laughs> I can tell about you're there. not a stand up, <laughs>
0: which is fine that's not a judgment but we love well, the I, microphone i'm a stand-up
1: guy what are you talking <laughs> about i like to think of myself as a stand-up person but it is it's like you work you were saying about prayer at, uh, well uh, more about like when you go there, it's you know you're gonna get what you put in and what you expect if you're there it's, it's, yeah. to hopefully No, I was like perfectly in between. Well, I don't want to say in between. I was there to, I like to believe for all the right reasons. I want to go preach. I want to learn a new culture. I want to learn a new language. I want to learn what it's like to live on my own and to take care of myself. I want to have fun. I want to do all these things. And, and that's what I got out of it, you yeah. know? And we're very I similar.
0: Imagine. I went to Venezuela, into the jungle with the Yanomami Indians, and I went to... <laughs> say that again. Yanomami Indians. <laughs> that's it's also so my bad. Netflix password, so I'm going to have to change that. Gosh dang it. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> kidding. And then... Uh, <laughs> and you got it. So the, again, these are baby missions. These aren't two-year yeah, yeah. missions. But like, it was... Looking back, that was about me. Like, we built a house. Um, the people there, there was already a church, so there were already people teaching. So it wasn't really... About like bringing home skulls, you know what I mean? Like they say in the business world. (laughs) Like, I, I, or scalps, you know, it's not like numbers. Like, we're nailing it. These
1: people. But then I asked the question, like, I literally was just talking to my uh, sister about like a lot of these youth, whether it's through our church or other, a lot of churches will send out these young youth programs that go to these other countries, these lesser, you know, uh, third world, the less fortunate, and do these house buildings. Very similar. And she's like, well, like they don't know how to build houses, mm. and I was like, you're, "You're like you're probably right. Some of them probably more skilled than others, but a lot like my mission, you know, you're hopefully they're going out there, and a lot of times it's for the good of the youth, the the individual, yeah. because if they think they're doing good, and hopefully they're doing good for other people, yeah. But it sets a precedent for the whether rest or of not their that house falls apart as yeah. soon as they leave. Yeah, at least what they've gained is. It feels good to help others. Yeah, no, I, and I wasn't I joking. To, yeah.
0: They say that, uh, I say this all the time, is what I'll say to my daughter. It's like learning math in high school isn't about math. It's setting a precedent to learn something yes. and to finish it, even yeah. though it's uncomfortable. Yeah, I wish someone had explained that to me. I think I would have taken it a little more seriously because <laughs> I was one of those, like, we're not going to need this yes, sort of people. Like, yeah. Tell me, and again, this is just for out of pure almost like white-hot curiosity, not judgment, what is the strategy for, I could guess, for, for uh, getting someone interested in the Latter-day Saint, uh, in the Church of Latter-day Saints? I would have to imagine if you meet somebody who's, a, as I jokingly call, regular Christian, just meaning like we <laughs> cut off at the New Testament. Um, if you meet a regular, <laughs> again, I'm kidding, but a regular Christian, that's, that's a good base. There has to be like a tree graph for that. There's a lot of scripture that is built upon yeah. in the in the Book of Mormon, also the what are the tenets of faith, the thing? the articles of faith, the articles of is that faith. What are you talking about? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. That that was written for the newspaper, but became this. Yeah. Uh, wasn't published. Um, sorry, little Joseph Smith. Fun fact. Oh yeah. <laughs> but um, tell me a little bit of the strategy. If someone's
1: opening the door, what are we doing? Well, it de- depending on which mission. Yeah. Like for us, you know, and, and they kind of tailor a little bit different because they like, we know you're going to another country. And really for us, I mean, at least back then, this is the late 90s when I, I went. Understand. Um, And it was, you know, you start with a base. And for us, it's not Christianity, obviously. It's really God. You're just starting with God. Yeah. Well, and you work your way beyond that. So what's the opening line? Do you believe in
0: God? Do you have a minute yeah, to talk mina, about God? I, oh
1: my gosh. I was like, Minasan well, Sanwa, Kami-sama, and uh, like most, people, what is that? It's like so. Most people believe in a god, or at least a lot of people believe in a god. But to them, you know, they're not thinking God; they're thinking a god or whatever it is. So you start just building from God, and yeah. you're working your way up from there. And God, and I don't even think Jesus comes into it until like lesson two. You know, we had different you know lessons because and you day, the
0: first right. one you're going for lesson one just.
1: Yeah, whatever. It's always the same approach. You know, you have your memorized kind of like you know a script because especially memorized since it's in another language and you're yeah. just like I can't I can't improv yet. <laughs>
0: Wow. But, is there a placeholding line if if I say something in Japanese that's really complicated, there must be a line that you learn to say, which is like, please be patient, I don't know. Oh yeah, Japanese. oh yeah, like, something like that. Speak
1: slowly. Or yeah. But then ideally you're with other I mean, but if someone has already gone that far to tell you something else besides yeah, which is I'm good, I'm good. Yeah. Most of the time they're not that engaging, yeah. and they don't want to open up. They, you know, they either shut the door, or, you know, they they don't even answer the door. Yes. So if you are already talking with someone, that's like a win, and you're like, great, <laughs> ah, we got more than Japan lesson,
0: this. Japanese lesson, yes, and a little bit of human interaction, yes, and an adventure and a novelty. You never oh, know yeah. what's going to happen.
1: And then, and I constantly had my little Tongo book, Tongo for, for vocab. Because every conversation you're learning new things, like repeat that one more time. And then you write it down. I look. I have my little dictionary. I look it up I'm like, oh, sweet. Now I got that in my Buddy, body. I see exactly yeah.
0: why for a young person to like see why learning, what learning looks like in a real world setting yes, is yes. so, like the first time I went to, when I was in my mission in South America, when we were in uh, Caracas driving around, I was the only one that spoke Spanish and being able to, Understand more than I could speak, which was a weird phenomenon. Of course, I attributed that, that is, to yeah. God. I was like, "I understand. I think we're going to the hotel. We're speaking like, tongues. <laughs> that's part of it. <laughs> I think I'm translating the tongues he's speaking, technically. <laughs> but like, it made learning real. And I right. So I'm just excited for 18 year old John. Was,
1: yeah. It was. It was very. You know. I. I. It, it, I mean, you changed. I fully it's what I needed. It's what I was expecting, mm. but also like you don't feel it until you're, you know, you're off and off the mission. And and you're just like, yeah, I, uh, I, I enjoy school more. Mm. I enjoy, you know, everything more. Because and, is it because of what we're talking about? Like you saw what learning
0: is for yeah, Well, you're like, there's because, a whole world out there. And the more, you know, yes, it's sort of easier. It, it is where
1: you're starting from is faith. You're starting from like, this is what I believe. I want to go on and share. And I want, I want to serve a mission. Well, when then with that is a whole experience that comes packaged together and all these things you got to learn. For me, I had to learn a new language. I had to learn how to live with another person. I had to learn how to cook and clean. I had to, le- you just, all these things that come with that are yeah. kind of in the book and you know, it's going to happen, but you're learning along the way and. And uh, I say that all yeah. the
0: time. All married people should be single and alone for a year because you you see what it's like, especially in the patriarchy. Like you expect someone to do the dishes. It's like do your own dishes. Oh yeah. For a couple years, <laughs> I I still do my own dishes. I'm just saying, like because you learn that no one wants to do them. <laughs> it's not like oh the women like doing it. No, yeah. everyone just knows you got to get the mac and cheese off the plate. Do it yourself, and yeah. they're preparing because you will
1: have s- such a plethora of different personalities. With all your companions, well, what was your guy like? What was his name? Which one? You're, you're I had a lot. You're,
0: you're oh, you
1: swapped out. Well, so no, so companions. Your part, your companions. You have different companions. You're swapping almost every couple months. Really? Sometimes, oh yeah, it's different for each mission. Will be different, but you never have the same companion for the whole thing. I mean, oh, I thought you that, that might have been back in like the fifties or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I had. Uh, oh man, I got to count, but it's like I had seven. So sorry, seven different. Uh, areas and each area was about two companions, so I had like fifteen, maybe sixteen different companions. Wow! All at you know different times, but okay. I didn't know they
0: they mixed you guys up oh, a yeah, lot. Yeah, okay.
1: no, that's again, that's what's great because you will have your favorites, you will have your lesser favorites, you will have there will be fights. <laughs> Some people just aren't for you. Oh, did yeah. you fight with any of them? I never fought physically. Yeah, and the one that I probably <laughs> struggled with the most was more like psychological, like stare down. It was just like i see what he's doing he's trying he's he's using p- p- passive aggressive what what is that passive aggressiveness i just learned that word you know tell me
0: what <laughs> an altercation like, looks like in a two-person oh, mission not in japan for
1: me not you yeah. know like from my perspective it would not be exciting to you because it's just like it just wasn't the sweetest but when i was the when i was the senior companion i'd be like well Oh, uh, what do you think? You know, you're always, you know, you try to l- learn to work together and make your decisions together like a good couple should. And you're like, "Yeah, all right, well, w- do you think we should go down there and do some, uh, pass out some chidashis, which is the, uh, the little flyers, Yeah, just passing out flyers. And he's like, well, I don't know. What, do you think we should do that? And, you know, and it was a little was bit he like, a well, of if it now, was having like, a bad day, yeah. it was just like, oh, okay, let's do it. Just like, I'm not going to deal with this nonsense. Whoa. Or he would hide like insults within compliments kind of those. You know? I understand. That kind of thing. And was
0: there holiness comp- competing? Like who's kind who's of like. holier
1: or, or who's like. More... I just remember. It could be like so, rules. Talking yeah. to somebody
0: else, they were like the way I did my mission is is, you know, Heavenly Father told me where to go. And like, oh, so yeah. if you were like, should we go over here? It's like. You know, I'm I'm Kane and Kung Fu. Like I'm waiting for a message from above and <laughs> it's like, I, was, I don't know what is he saying. Exactly. Like that yeah. that, that that's who I would have been. Well, he's been telling like, me to punch you in the face right now. <laughs> <laughs> See, no. Here's a here's a question. Uh honestly, note the time, because I'm not even trying to put you in a corner. No, no, I'm 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 open here for you. Whatever. I'm gonna say when you're an eighteen year old because I was an eighteen year old going on missions again, only for three years. Yeah. What is the <laughs> You're the horniest you've ever been, John Oh yeah. and when I was that age, all of my spirituality came down to whether or not I was masturbating that that was the entirety. <laughs> I was holy if I wasn't and I was going to hell if I was. and here you guys are alone we, we joke that you're in a, it is an erotic city and i I studied a semester in Jerusalem. there was an adult bookstore literally like made like a Star Wars it looked like a Star Wars cantina. It <laughs> was an adult bookstore. And I was always like cool. so repressed and just trying to get catch a glimpse of, of a boob or something. Yeah, yeah. So like I'm not trying to trap you on no, no. you're talking to a brother. I'm yeah. like, I loved God. I love God. Yeah and I was earnest and I was horny as fuck. Oh yeah. And I'm just wondering what is the jerk off situation? where you because here's why. Were you shrouded in guilt? Was it something people talked about? Tell me. Well
1: it was like I, the obvious answers are like, yes, of course. Like you shouldn't be doing that. And you like, and it was, I will say it's like, I think it was on the mission. The first time I had a wet dream and yeah, I had it multiple times. And I
0: think, <laughs> well, that stands to reason. I mean, if you're, well, if you're not jaying yeah. it,
1: yeah, it was <laughs> like, Oh, what's happening? You know, it was like, it was confusing, right? Well, Yeah. And it was just like, Oh man. And, and but also like, Oh, Oh, what, what happened to that dream again? If I can only remember, hold on to that, you know, because you're like, man, that was great. And like, it was the only porno you were seeing. Yeah, exactly. Was like, and I've got a great imagination. My, my mind can whip up some amazing stuff. Yes, but, of course. But yeah, like, you know, you, you're there and like any mission, you know, they say, they always joke, that like what we would call like You got your mission goggles on, meaning wherever you are, the ladies are going to look great. Yeah. Because you're a missionary and you're away and you're, Going through that to like you could be like it could be the most unattractive. It's like no, you got of your course, mission, goggles mission goggles on. Goggles, you, yeah. you see it, but you know, of course, being Christian, being a young missionary, yeah, they tell you to lock your heart, which is lock even lock your heart. Well, that, that's tell that's almost that a different. There's obvious. There's the obvious. Like obviously, you cannot have relations, sexual relations, or any relations while you're on a mission. You know, yeah. you reframe for that. Um, but then the whole lock your heart is kind of like you know. Lock your heart Try not to Fall in love <laughs> Open your heart To f- to romance Yes To Even if it's not sexual Or whatever It was just like yes. You've got to Focus Just do your best to focus Yeah and Hard to do though right Did you struggle I did I, I, I was I was great And I saw And you know There's a little bit of like I'm pretty good at this Now I was not A popular guy Growing up in high school I did not I had one Neither Girlfriend was I, before Me too <laughs> And barely that. She yeah. doesn't. She doesn't know we dated, but we we dated. <laughs> no, I was like, all right, you know, I know it's going to happen for me one day. Today's not that day, man. You were able to do that to
0: what? Like, I mean, like, refrain from. I'm not just looking was, for jerking off, but like just it. What like for me, even three weeks was like this is a lot. But I would do it, and then yeah. I'd come home and just go. No. No,
1: <laughs> but you're on two years. Yeah, no. Well, but you're not like, yeah. You're just like no. We, um, you're just like no. Let's let's focus. Let's focus. That worked. I mean, you yeah. just built yourself yes, to do it. Yes, from eighteen like, to twenty. Well, you know when those you those are have prime a- jerk off years. <laughs> you're in the prime of your career. You 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 know I didn't have a lot of practice before, so it wasn't I like I, I had like a bar that was already set. Dude, that I wasn't sense. I wasn't at peace with it, but it was still
0: happening. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't like I am now, which is very liberal. <laughs> but like back then I was always trying not to. But when when you're in those situations,
1: I guess I'm, I'm trying doing, to have oh, a conversation no, not, about not, okay, guilt and purity. It, yeah. And, I'm not yeah. saying no, it happened. It happened. I'm I'm not gonna lie to yeah. you. <laughs> but it wasn't like I mean, you know, of And co- did you feel horrible? Well, horrible No, because I was, I like to think maturely, even at that age, I was like, I shouldn't and I should And, you know, but I also get, it's like these natural urges. I don't feel bad for feeling bad about it, but I also don't feel bad for not beating myself up about it. I understand. It's kind of a mix into it was somewhere in between. I was like, no, just keep focusing. It's always about, it's that concept. Like I'm going to keep messing up. I'm going to keep messing up and whatever it is, just as long as you like, you know, acknowledge it and you just keep going forward and just keep trying. Was it something that the
0: guys talked about? No, uh,
1: Cause
0: no. Because we didn't talk about it either. No, but no. I've no. talked about this many times. I, I found someone's I journal. So. I feel bad that I read it. And in <laughs> it, it said, I sinned again today. And we all what does that mean?
1: knew. We... Oh, the pages are stuck together. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Did what do you, you mean have to seen? sin in the journal? Yeah, come on. <laughs> then you see a picture
0: of you next to <laughs> it. You, you, <laughs> You can see why I was like I'm not trying to get you. No, but no, like, no. I see. My relationship to God, especially at that age, was just so. It's easier to be a spiritual person now that I'm 43. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Because when I was 18, it, it was just like so much. So many fireworks were going off yeah. inside of me. It's pretty interesting that that's the age that we. And do what's it.
1: interesting, it was almost more like I, I've grown spiritually, and so I was different then. But it was also all pistons firing in. In, on both sides Yes, you're horny And you've got hormones And all this stuff But you're also not Putting yourself in situations Yeah You're not hanging out With uh, girls You're And if you do I was like No, I'm not gonna ever That's part of what you're saying It's like We just don't do these things We don't put ourselves In these dangerous situations So I'm not gonna feel it right. And it's fine But at the same time Like I said On the opposite side It was like All pistons firing spiritually I was like On a high I, Yeah I was but that, feeling that's like That's what set me up You were feeling what? I was feeling that like that immediate, like when I was feeling the spirit, I was feeling the spirit constantly. As yeah. a missionary, they say that's what you strive for, and I re- did it. You're you're feeling like you're out there, and you're you're praying, and like, okay, God is, and you have those miracles, you have those experiences. Well, tell me some, tell me some mission
0: stories if any come to mind. Not of a guy carving into his arm and stuff; <laughs> those were wild, and I don't think true. <laughs> um, but oh, I would believe it. Would you? Oh, a hundred,
1: yes. Tell Dude, me some mission, mission stories. stories. We, we all another <laughs> thing we all joke about is like every missionary will tell you like their mission has the craziest people because missionaries just draw out the crazy. And, and when I, and not, not trying to be insensitive, but you will talk no, to the most there. interesting, doing finger quotes, interesting, just some very mentally, you know, mentally interesting, like interesting and some, <laughs> and some straight up crazies and, you know, yes, because yes. they're willing to talk. Yes. And you will talk to incredible people who are genuine beyond belief and want to learn more. And then you'll meet people who are just starving for attention and they just need to talk, all kinds. So, this is church, by the way. At church, there's a
0: certain element that is attracted to a, as anyone would be, a group bound by forgiveness and love. Yeah. So, if you're. Kathy, the kooky lady that no one wants to talk to, and your family disown. It's sort of nice that you can go to church and be loved, but that doesn't mean Kathy isn't bon- bon- bonkers. Yeah. kooky bon- bonkers. Kooky bonkers. I was
1: just literally probably two years ago in an airport, and um, <laughs> no, I was li- I was working there. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, I,
0: I think I saw you. People are like,
1: yeah, it's it's is a, a great part time. And, uh, me and my buddy had met this nun, uh, a Catholic nun and we had befriended her. We were talking, we had lunch with her and she was, it was so interesting. I love it. I loved meeting people of other religions and really just getting in and talking about some of her experiences. And we were walking down the terminal, uh, in between and just this woman out of nowhere, this younger woman, like walked right up to her and was like sister. And she's bawling and just like, I'm so sorry. And so like, she was like, Basically, I mean, it was kind of a drive-by confession. And she just, you know... She,
0: she brought her own beads exactly. whatever they do it through. And
1: and yeah. she was... I think she was trying to confess something, but she wasn't getting into specifics. It was just so quick, but it was really powerful to kind of see. I had never yes. been exposed to that, you know, yes. growing up in a different... Monks, priests, yeah. nuns, the, the public. The yeah. co- the, I, I, I don't and- say costume
0: disrespectfully, but if you can tell by what you're wearing... People will people yeah. be coming up yeah. to you, for sure.
1: And now, so if you wear the nun outfit, they're going to confess to you. If you wear the elder's outfit, they're going to just like, hey, and like, here's, Throw. check out my markings on my arm. We're like, ah! no, it's, uh, Throw a it really is. You. No, I, I mean, there was, um,
0: oh man. I, w- I do not encourage throwing Mountain
1: Dews at the Latter-day Saint Missionaries. <laughs> that was a riff. <laughs> No, they will be very grateful because they got quick re- reflexes. We ride around everywhere on yeah. bikes. We got to know light on caffeine and, and they now they drink caffeine. And Do they great. now? Well, yeah, that's yeah. gone. I thought that was out. No, that was like the quick thing on that was it was never re- it was never a commandment or never yeah. like a rule. Was always it kind of more familiar. like yes. it, a lot of people believe like it was no, we don't drink caffeine. And, and the the profit a number of years ago. I mean, this is like, I don't know, like five, six, seven, ten years ago when he was like, kind of like, look, it's fine. Caffeine is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, like anything is just like nothing that's to it. If you're addicted to it, then maybe you shouldn't be drinking it. But You know what I
0: liken it to is like, um, you know how it says in the the Old Testament not to eat crabs and stuff? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Crab roll. Uh, certainly have had crab in my life, but they were like, "There's some wisdom to it. These things are eating all the shit, like literally eating shit at the bottom." No, when we think about it, why so is it so it's so not delicious? Hard, <laughs> oh, so it's good. not a hard rule, but there's something true to yes. it. But anyway, yes. um, we have two things going. I do want to know what people get wrong about um, the Church of Latter Day Saints, and I want so we'll get to that. Yeah. But tell me these. Uh, you were saying people always think their mission has the
1: craziest stories.
0: What were your stories, and what were the stories you heard? Well, I didn't have.
1: Um oh man, that's a good one because I you know, you almost you block out. Guy. Well it's, it was hard to remember <laughs> some of the crazies because their Japanese was nuts. Yeah. And a lot of it was when I was in actual Tokyo because a lot of my mission was outside of Tokyo. I was north in, in Tokyo, a big city like that, you're gonna get like some interesting people. But I mean, it was also just like, all right, they invite you back to their little apartment, and you go inside, and then they're pulling out food that you're like, what is this? That was part of my training, too. And part of being a missionary, they always say it's not hardcore, but even from when you're a kid, I tell my kids, like, you got to eat what they give you. You don't want to offend them. Yeah and i i did that early on and you're just like oh gosh oh gosh like <laughs> oh no like what do i got to eat here and so yeah there was like a lot of crazy stuff way but i don't nothing like spiritually odd nobody like having convulsions some sort no, of no i never had that no like spirits that like or, or demons that needed to be exercised. yeah um uh you know you hear you know you start talking Obviously, other missionaries either stories from other missionaries or just from their youth, especially missionaries who are from Utah, because Utah, you know, where the base—not only the base of the churches, but that's where you get a lot of the skinwalker stores. And boy, that what food. are those skinwalkers? You've never heard of skinwalkers? What, do you know what skinwalker is? What? <laughs> Tell oh, me everything. <laughs> well, it's just another. Fo- it's base. Okay, this will excite you. Navajo witchcraft.
0: Get out of
1: here. That is. No, it is. What are you saying? <laughs> it's like. Don't look at me and go, Navo Navajo witchcraft. witchcraft. That's sweet. I wanted to see your action. I wanted to see if that kind of person, <laughs> where you get erect a little bit when you hear that. And you're like, oh, just that's little, exciting. Just a little. Just a little. It is
0: interesting. What's oh, a
1: skinwalker? It. Skinwalker. It's Navajo. It's like. <laughs> it's Navajo like, witchcraft. It's Navajo witchcraft. Duh. Um. No, it's like I feel like every culture is like when you think of voodooism, when you think of uh, all these devil worshipping and different. But yes. I don't even know if like they were, you know, considering the devil, but just I understand evil. evil yeah, devil haunted, becomes a, a catch all yeah. for evil. But stuff. But I guess the best way is like, like you, we're talking like shape shifting, like stories about people seeing full. Blown like like deer that are running, and then they stand up and turn into a man. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm not giving you good justice, but it's really Wild. cool. What you if you you like, f- man, I can't believe what I ate when I was a deer.
0: <laughs> no, I like, have oh, a that real guy was just running. <laughs> oh yeah, and he still poops little pellets. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the transition isn't complete. I'm still kind of i I'm still
1: digesting a little bit. <laughs> it's those little babies. <laughs> yeah. But you're a man, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you're a man. And My body didn't doing. transform. I still have the tail. <laughs> it's just a okay. So, but you're saying Utah as a place is like one of the more they just like, had a lot of stories deaky. coming out of that. Yeah, because you're gonna. Have, I feel like the culture runs deeper with whether it's and how much it's true, but like met old members telling stories about you know getting rid of you know evil spirits out of the house, out of a person. Yeah, and and in not just church stories, but like you know just demonology. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. He, and and I believe in that. I've, if I believe in Christ, if I believe in God, I believe in Satan. And therefore, I believe that evil spirits can exist. And that that's why Paranormal Activity was the freaking scariest movie. I didn't care for it. I know. Because it was but so scary. It was so scary. But, I mean, it was it's cheap and lame, but- I'm also like putting myself in those shoes. I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's just yeah. terrifying to me." Yeah, that movie's sort of
0: a Napoleon Dynamite in itself. It probably cost a very little <laughs> amount to make and, and yes. did very well.
1: Good segue right into it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go into it. <laughs> yeah, it's still up. Oh, it's up. <laughs> We're doing double. It was the first one? Wasn't I wasn't good planning enough. on no. The second you one like was. It. You just was left
0: Up, oh, little feather. <laughs> um. Okay. So, have you ever seen a ghost? Because here's here's why. When I was in Utah, you're, you're reminding me. Yeah. I did a radio show, and they played... I really wish they hadn't, but they said that they went to a insane asylum in Utah, and they're like, Utah's one of the most haunted places in the world, and this is the story. They had turned the... Um, the insane asylum into an attraction. So there were people dressed as ghosts. Oh yeah. It was like a haunted theme park basically. They do a lot of
1: good haunted like theme stuff over
0: there. But it was supposed to be a real haunted place, but to make it a more consistent scare, they got actors to haunt the place for a a living wage. Yeah. (laughs) And then the woman uh, went, uh, this woman goes up to the manager and goes like, this child, there's a seven year old girl crab walking backwards down the stairs. It's inappropriate for you to have- a seven-year-old girl working here, and he goes, "Of course, there's no seven-year-old girl working here. She had just seen a ghost amidst all the I fake
1: ghosts." I feel like ghosts. that's part of the job—is he has to say, "There's no seven-year-old." And Like they get, they, you guys, they bought it. Oh, that is I mean, Occam's razor right there. Like yeah, most bro. likely,
0: that's part of the fun—is it'd be like, "There's no," se- he does it eight times a day. Like it, if there's was, no
1: seven-year-old. If I was a ghost, it depends on what the ghost's mo is. Like they're like, I want maximum, you know, uh, exposure. I'm going to come out when there's all these other fake ghosts and nobody will believe. Or that's the best way to do it. That way, That's good thinking. That's good know. ghost thinking. But what are they thinking like that? No, I've never seen a ghost. No. You no. got I've
0: seen a ghost face. Really? Oh, yeah. Has everybody- Between me, you, and Katie, who's
1: seen a ghost? This face. I you s- look like you're looking at a ghost over my shoulder right now. No, I'm not. I'm just looking at your f- <laughs> giant ears. <No. laughs> they'll
0: haunt you hold on oh they'll haunt you <laughs> okay so no weird uh mission story no ghost um uh we're jumping to this have Fresh you ever out. almost died then we're mm-hmm. gonna get to your comedy career who yeah. cares <laughs> exactly i really i mean talking to somebody that's on a
1: mission that is really fun and interesting to me <laughs> but um have you ever almost died uh no uh, not like a near-death experience like sure living in Japan riding on a bike. Sure, I got hit. many times. It, it was always like it's not when it's it's not if you get hit <laughs> in, in in a in a bike accident. It's when because if you you're would in Tokyo, ride your bike in our, around. so we rode bikes everywhere, and yeah, and I got clipped a few times. Nothing like I mean, luckily I was you know I was protected, um, yeah. but uh, yeah, no, nothing. I've never been in uh, no. Okay, Skip. No. What do people get wrong? About the
0: Church of Latter-day Saints of Jesus Christ, um, well, I'm not even going to say magic underwear, John. But I just, you, I just did. <laughs> yeah. but I know the stereotypes. Are you wearing it? Yeah. Is that real? Yeah, I didn't know. It's not magic, I know. But, but tell me what it is. But it, it does magical things. Tell me everything about your <laughs> underwear. You just gave it a little glimpse too. Yeah,
1: was, and you're wearing an also, outfit. Whatever I wear shorts, I'm just like, oh, I got to hide a little
0: bit. Like, this. What, what is I'm it called? Nephilim? You're,
1: the garments. The Garments. Garments. That's or from garments. That. that sounds the garments. The garments. Yeah, we wear garments. The garments. Yeah,
0: let's say the garments. The garments. And was that a later revelation, or is that a Joseph Smith?
1: Uh, that is a no no that's uh that that's from when they started building the temples and reinstituting and like uh the temple stuff and it's part of you know when you when you first go through the temple uh, at a certain age you, you can't do it before 18 or actually I guess when did 19. you do it it was when I received my endowments they call it is when I prepared to go for on a mission before your mission so yes. you had these yes during the and mission. does it go up until your upper body it's just like a t-shirt and, and, and oh it's, just two it. yeah, it's, just, it's two pieces yeah it's just two pieces yeah and it's it
0: is for protection
1: well i mean you could say spiritual protection it's a reminder it has symbolism to it uh, like uh, like kind of you know a bunch of things kind of in one sure um, you're so not yeah.
0: alone uh, it's funny you're not alone in terms of other faiths that have clothes yeah. that they wear I, yeah. I knew there were some jehovah's witnesses i talked to that told me they wore scratchy sweaters and I have it was not heard it was it was it wasn't like a, a, a precept it was something that the, these guys were doing because it kept them conscious it kept them present because they didn't want to be comfortable when you're comfortable you start to start oh, to vanish you start to like yeah, so they wanted to just be or whatever. scratching on something Whoa. and they they'd use that as a reminder to stay in the moment and to stay that's, thinking about that—that's
1: the same reason why I wear. I can't stand wearing. It. <laughs> well, it is wool. It's one hundred percent. When you're living in California, you're like, oh, I just need one less layer. And there, can oh. you ever
0: just wear that to the beach or something like an old timey?
1: <laughs> it's out there. It's like it, <laughs> we hike it up. Sometimes it's a one pieceer. You can get one piece. It's a singlet. How that work? Yeah, that's what I thought it's it was. Not I a thought singlet. it was. A, you can. You can wear. A you singlet. can get all kinds. Is it a whole business? You go and buy them somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you can buy them, like, online. You can buy them at the temple, and you, you get them, yeah. You just wear them. Yeah. All right.
0: Very Frodo when he got
1: stabbed, and they were like, look, he was wearing the... Oh, yeah, feline. that's what... Uh, it, but sometimes called. people have those amazing stories. I wish I had better, like, near-death, or just like... Fuck it! I, Let's I, get like, to comedy! Bullet wound, bullet wound. <laughs> uh this one bounced off. Why? Because your rock-hard nipple? Nope. Nope. Here's my garments. My garments. <laughs> yeah. But my rock-hard nipple deflected the other bullet. <laughs>
0: Your H N. <laughs> um, okay, so take me from being—I'm going to say it—a sweet, uh, fun-loving, adventurous, occasionally jaying at Mormon missionary yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. to um, Napoleon Dynamite. Your first, your first break. What, what happened there? How did you get into comedy? Because you're so naturally funny. Were you, were you a funny fella?
1: I think that was actually a part of the transformation. Was actually kind of on the mission. Because you really find a lot about yourself. Yeah. So before, so I think the easiest way. So before, I grew up really into art. My twin and I, we were big at you know in drawing and just so we had the creative you know kind of uh, bug there. And then it wasn't until like middle school and high school when we started making videos. And I was like, I wanna, I wanna get into films. This really, I dig it. What was the movie that did it? Well. So growing up, having watched all the, you know, Star Wars, Steven Spielberg stuff, E.T., Goonies, you know, obviously yeah. kind of that stuff. we the, the same 80s. age, so
0: yes, exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: but it really was, I think I'd already decided, but when I saw Jurassic Park in the theater yeah, in like like freshman year of high school. We
0: just rewatched the, that Raptor scene.
1: Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. It's so good. Get out of here. And when I, and still like. That it wasn't just that. There was a, a a number of other films that probably around that sure. time. Really, high school was like in the nineties. You know, there were some great films coming out, and I was like, okay, I want to make movies. I want to make movies, and yeah, uh, so. Did you make them with like a camcorder? Did yeah, we had our dad's camcorder. Every opportunity we had to shoot a video for a class project, we would. If there was I'm the a same. Book re- if there was a book report, if video. there was a social studies. Uh, video. Yeah, video. Because video, yes. it was a guaranteed A plus and then some yes. extra credit. Yes. Because <laughs> teachers loved it. Teachers loved it. We, had, we did White Fang book a uh, report and i had we had a, a siberian husky that was white thing ah. we had a japanese exchange student who was every other indian <laughs>
0: Oh my God! No, <laughs> It's
1: terrible. Really? Yes, of course. Yeah, you in yeah. Uh,
0: your area hard to find. <laughs>
1: yeah, Some hard diversity. to find. We're like we've got a Japanese exchange <laughs> <through>. Let's use <laughs> it. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Do- dog is not for sale. That's all, all still quoted to this day. In dog is house. not for sale. Dog is not for sale. Oh my! <laughs> we loved God. it to death. We're yes. Like thank you, Taku. Thank you. His name is Taku. Him, Taku. Yeah. yeah, I know it's, Taku Tachihara. Uh, we we talked while we were in Japan. It was great. No, I could kidding. finally speak to him. <laughs> yes oh you looked him up yeah we I, of course i had to i was like now i can like speak to him in his native language and he wow. loved it
0: Oh, the subtitles are on you cast me as every indian in your dumb <laughs> movie
1: okay i thought
0: this was gonna be more fun i was than like that. haha
1: i recorded it back then and now i understand it you sucker yeah <laughs> gratitude buddy look it up conscious <laughs> there you go very nice also my so, <laughs> so any opportunity to make a little film, you would. Yeah, we love, we love making uh, videos. So naturally, just when um, we did a year at BYU before we got into the film program, we were like, we're going to do this. Then go on my mission. And on the missions, really when I found my – during high school when we make videos, I was not in the drama club. I was not doing the acting stuff, but you would be in your own videos, you know, just goofing around. And so I think that started to come out like I like to be goofy, like to mess around. And every video we were in, it was like trying to do comedy and just be stupid. Yeah. And so I think that really got accentuated in the mission because I was alone now. I didn't have my twin brother around me. I could really, not that he kept me back, but it's like. I'm this is how I stand out. You yeah, know, we would yeah. do put skits on at Christmas time. We would do, I had, I bought a camcorder when I was there. I made videos there. And uh, so that really became like, and that, I kind of became known for that on the mission just the animated guy, like just kind of messing around and being wow. goofy. Yes. And being made of spaghetti. Just like, yes. like you know, uh, I was obsessed with Jim Carrey, you know, and, and, of uh, course. and so. After the mission, uh, you know, re-roll in, in BYU, get back into the film program, start taking film classes. And one of the classes was, obviously we have to take an acting class. And I was like, okay. And, and we take it and it just, it clicked. It's like, I loved it. I, I got it. I understood it. I was like, okay. And it was almost like it had always been there, but now I'm seeing it in class form and learning some of, whether there's terminology or yeah. some of the methods. I was like, this is great. Removing was, the mystique a little bit. Yeah. But not but in the in a great way. Like, yeah. okay, I can I get this.
0: And I remember being young and thinking acting was for like special people. Like you had to be like a movie
1: star. Yeah. To act. Well, like. and I did. I did like acting camps like in in grade school, but I didn't have I do remember the switch where I was shyer and I didn't know how to project or put myself out there on stage mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was still a little bit like you know kind of held back and reserved but it wasn't until the mission i was able to kind of like find that confidence i'm not surprised at all again
0: you know? when when john came in we were like this is meant to be yeah very similar it's like the church was my safest place to start performing it gave me stages. There were, yeah. uh, you know, youth retreats or whatever it may be. But it was also kind of like a safe and loving environment to like be yourself. Yeah. But then it was like also combined oh. with this very real world. Go to Venezuela. Like, go try and order decaf coffee in the Caracas airport. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm like, sin caffeine. and they had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> it wasn't for me, by the way. I'm not a monster. <laughs> was, but but all of this stuff was let it giving
1: me a safe place to find my personality. Absolutely. And and you know you you go to BYU this kind of it's just an extended mission to some sorts like where I was now doing what I wanted to do. I was studying film, but it was amongst people who had, you know, generally the same beliefs, the same mm. kind of um, but not just the beliefs, it was also kind of raised the same way, Yeah, come from very similar backgrounds. You were comfortable. Yeah.
0: Can I ask you, because the film programs at, at Gordon, I, I went to this Christian college, regular Christian. <laughs> regular?
1: <laughs> uh, was? Lower, I call it lower. Uh, two book. Yeah, yeah, you can call it <laughs> lower. Two, two book Christian college. Two book Christian. Uh, I love that.
0: I'll be your servant. <laughs> <laughs> um, but- we uh the, the film program was a little lacking because we couldn't have a conversation necessarily about pulp fiction or something like there were things that were naughty
1: and and we had professors who i they were pretty open about like we had professors who would talk about it all they probably wouldn't they weren't allowed to like show certain films but they would certainly Mention talk it. about it or maybe show scenes and it wasn't too hard core and but I think there's so much out there that they could cover I think what was so amazing and like at least I don't know if it was our justification or what we believe but we're like because we're still making films here in a college that's still you know essentially owned by the church or um then you know we can't make you know rated R material Yeah, yeah. we can't do certain things but we none of us were really interested in doing that and it forced us to be like all right, we got to really get creative and think outside the box and do different things. I've said this
0: a million times, uh, but Howard Stern, I think either he said it or some people have said it. It's like when he was restrained on terrestrial radio, that was kind of the golden age of Stern is because they had to play in this box. And when I was being funny in the Christian box... It w- I was probably being more interesting. Oh, I'm not yeah. saying I'm not interesting yeah, now, yeah. but now I can go up and be like, you ever see a dick that looks like it has a whatever? You know, like, <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, and that's fine, and yeah. it's funny, but when I was really... And I think that is where you get a movie like Napoleon Dynamite. Now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> well, I'm like, that's exactly it. Here, let's go to a quick break. We're going to go to our mid-roll ads, and when we come back, we'll finally get to Napoleon Dynamite, which I wasn't going to, but we're going to talk about it as a product of... This kind of restraint. Yeah. We'll be right back. Pardon the interruption, weirdos. This episode is brought to us by uh, maybe my favorite new Pete's pick, which is real paper. I mean... It's wonderful that we have toilet paper at all. Remember when that was a problem? But trees are pretty great, wouldn't you say? I mean, they provide shade. They make oxygen, which we need to live. They prevent erosion. They suck up all that carbon. They provide homes for animals. I mean, is there anything they can't do? And to turn something as awesome as a tree... And more accurately, a forest of trees into toilet paper has always, to me, just felt super, super wrong. These trees spent decades growing, only to get cut down and literally flushed down the toilet. I mean, even the tree from the giving tree get to give out a few apples before they turn their branches into a house. It's weird. This is why I love real paper. Real, R-E-E-L, makes a sustainable toilet paper that uses 100% bamboo. The great thing about bamboo is it's a fast-growing grass. Some species of bamboo can grow up to three feet per day, and because it's a grass, they're able to harvest the same stalk over and over without disrupting the plant or the soil. And on top of the ecological benefits of using bamboo, reels paper packaging is plastic-free and compostable. It makes so much sense. We've been using reels as soon as we found out about it, full stop i don't have to remember to get it because we subscribe and it just shows up it feels great i'm gonna say it it feels great on my butt two it feels great to know that we're not wasting trees why were we ever doing that when this was an option. Real Paper is available in easy, hassle-free subscriptions or one-time purchases on their website. All orders are conveniently delivered to your door with free shipping in 100% recyclable, plastic-free packaging. So if you head to realpaper.com weirdo and sign up for a subscription using my code weirdo at checkout, you'll automatically get 30% off your first order and free shipping. That's R-E-E-L-P-A-P-E-R.com slash weirdo or enter promo code weirdo to get 30% off your first order plus free shipping. So let's stop flushing our forests and try Reel's tree-free paper. Reel is paper for the planet and show your support
1: of the podcast. Back to the show. And we're back. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I love it. That was weirdly it felt like three minutes is that normally how it was i had three minutes of dead time just now we just sat here in silence in my mind for three full minutes yeah
0: dead silent just like, staring and waiting for the I would go, uh,
1: and you're like mm, not yet shush me with your fingers. Shush. Shush. right up against my lips <laughs> covid tested he's clean it's fine <laughs> okay so tell me what that makes
0: you the, like the napoleon dynamite from this conversation's perspective now really seems like the kind of idea that grows in exactly the soil and- we're not going to cut people's heads off we're not it's not going to be about sex it's not going to be about profanity this isn't a time when we're starting to see the apatow kind of wave right or is it it's before
1: no this is just before i mean freaks and geeks had come out right no and but like the
0: raunchy grown-up comedy
1: yeah we were still kind of going through uh a spell where rated r comedies were not as big i think yeah they were on the cusp like they went through that wave and then it wasn't popular for a lot of the 90s and then it was started coming okay soon after but So how did this come to you? So kind of what we were saying before, that said, with those kind of restraints, you'll either have filmmakers that are like, you know, being a critic already as a film student, we would see our peers work and like, well, that's pretty lame. And, you know, Mm. like, that's not great. Or that is brilliant. Now, soon after getting in a few years in, I met Jared Hess, uh, who wrote and directed Napoleon. And at the time... You know, we were just in similar classes and um, some not similar, but we were in uh, directing class together. And I think it was just it was it was built and meant to be, you know, it was like it was the perfect combination because he he grew up there and it was just his story in Preston, Idaho. And so, so many similar uh, similarities in our background. He was raised LDS. He was he had a lot of younger brothers. Uh, grew up kind of in a cr- what you call a crusty household where you know you, you're using different <laughs> words to express your anger instead of curse words or yes, whatever. Yes. So which, which is, to
0: non LDS people especially reads as quirky interesting. Yeah. Like lo fi funny. Yeah, yeah. Not. But to you maybe it was like this is familiar. It still
1: felt. It still felt familiar, but still quirky because yeah, like I was still surrounded by. You know, I always heard that language, you yeah, know, whatever. Um, but when Jared came to me, you know, he, I had done one other project that I acted in that the my production was like my intro to production class, or it's like a, you know, moderate, intermediate production class. And they needed one person for this film that we were all putting together. And they're like, well, John, you do it. And I think it was just like class clown kind of vibe. Like, okay, you've seen the goofiest. You like to mess around. Let's put you in it. I think it was just that. That was the only thing I had been in. Wow. Jared must have seen it. He also, we were in the same class, so it was a big class, a lot of people, so he must have been observing me somewhat, but he just comes to me Did with the script. Did you do a character similar to Napoleon in that, or were um, you just being you? I think it was just being, it was more being me, uh, but I think just in when I was not acting, just me in general, probably talking about like, oh, like my frustration sounds like Napoleon. And if I was pissed (laughs) to to this day in traffic, people
0: are like, are you doing Napoleon? It's like, no way he was doing me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so he was like, dude, you like read the script. I think you'd be good. Uh, and it was for the short film that we did. Yes. And the second I read it, I was just like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is like, so not obvious, but I was like, yes, this is what I, this is, this is, I get this. This is what I've been looking for. It's that same kind of uh, humor, sense of humor, but we hadn't seen it portrayed this way yet. Yeah. Because he approached a lot of his early stuff with this really nitty, not nitty gritty, um, this gritty kind of approach where it's, partially because we had no money so he's shooting everything on black and white 16 millimeter film mm. and it's going to make it look kind of crusty but it it helped it instead of like <laughs> trying to make a colorful um you know high school comedy and cl- crisp and clean we were like no we're hanging out with these kids we want to make it look like it is a home video that they're shooting mm. or someone is just hanging out with a little bit of shaky cam or a little bit of a like wide angle lens and everybody looks a little bit uglier than they really are. Um, and I loved that it. I felt personal. You're like, yeah, you know, maybe yeah. I don't look that weird. Yeah. You guys don't forget wide angle lens. And is... the wig
0: did. A, was it a wig? No. Wow.
1: No. Okay. Whoops.
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding. But the no. hair, the hair did. No, no the best
1: one was when I had a, uh, uh someone interview me like a press for way after the movie came out. She's like, how did they do the buck teeth? As I was like, wait, what are you talking, like, what? She's like, oh, you know, the teeth, how do they do, like, you know, those big, I was like,
0: wow.
1: How'd they do those ridiculous mm, teeth? teeth? And it was a phone interview, so she couldn't see me go, like, <laughs> covering my teeth, I'm like, um, those are mine, and she, I don't even remember how she covered, I was like, you suck, Okay. <laughs> Breathing heavily, go, into that's the like phone. what I used to call uh, like Sears to see if like
0: a toy had come in, and they'd go, "Sorry, ma'am, it hasn't come out yet." And I'd be like, <laughs> "Thanks a lot, ma'am," and I'd hang out.
1: What are they talking about? Oh My farts don't smell like urine. Why do they keep saying that? Oh, what and is because that's, a, what, that's what boys say to like, a, right, "Dude, whatever, man, <laughs> your your farts smell like piss. Like you're just queefing. That's not like real farts." I was like, "Oh come on! I'm not a chick. I'm not a chick." A dick weave I've never heard of a dick weave Like as if like your your farts smell like urine because it's really come out. It's I really get it. yeah. You get oh I didn't have to explain. I'm sorry. I, I thought I had to explain. Oh, no, I think I, yeah. I felt
0: so seen and loved that you did explain it. <laughs> I
1: was like, you did explain it. It's the best thing you can say to it again. It's like no man. Oh, his farts smell like urine, man. <laughs> that wait, is- and then it takes him a. While. Oh no no no! That's not no. That's a real fart, dude. Check it out. No, it's coming out of my butthole. You idiot! It's coming. It's straight butthole. There's no. There's no vagina farting here today.
0: <laughs> well, that would be a real queef.
1: Yeah, but if that we we're,
0: were a penis to queef, it
1: would smell yeah, like pee pee. Yeah, depending. <laughs> so okay, so this is the dirtiest I get by the way. I, think <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. Like we. This is why I said it was meant to be. We. Yeah. Yeah. I was just we'll like. We'll find it. Yeah. We'll find that
0: just Where's the mark? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So you read it. You shot it on 16 millimeter film in black and white. And then when did that go like, oh, we should turn this into something? And oh, wait, before we even get to that, how did you build that character? What were you basing it on and
1: all that? It was. So it was there on the page, but really, like, it I read was. The, it how is it? It was without, understand. like, a lot of the physicality, but, yeah. like, it was. It's like, okay, he said it, but Jared, if you... Sorry, met- Katie, there was yeah, a no. funny
0: moment just before this, if you want to note it. Yeah. While you were in the
1: bathroom.
0: Well, she kidding. could hear us. It was like- a funny dick thing that I think <laughs> might be worth noting.
1: And cutting everything else out. <laughs> just, <laughs> That's all we really Just a one-minute episode. Ads, one minute of dick queef, more
0: ads, <laughs> then it comes back to us and we're just laughing about dick queefs. Dweef. A dweef. No, I just made that up. I knew you did, and I yes-handed it very fast. I'm a dweeb, not a dweeb. So it it was,
1: um, (laughs) it was sort of on the page. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was on the page. But if you knew, if I don't know if you've met Jared, um, Mm -mm. but he is like a master. Like he, all the characters he'll do himself, and he's this really animated guy, and he's just like uh, the second he did the voice, he's just like, well, I picture him as this guy who's just like, listen up, flipping idiot. I don't want to do it. And everything was a little bit more lippy and a little bit more exaggerated, but it's still, I was like, yes, that's me and my younger brothers. Yeah. Like, whenever they're pissed, whenever they're annoyed, that's just that's them. That's it. So I was just like, that's it. That's a boom. Everything this guy is, it's just this constantly crapped on younger brother type who's just like, oh yeah. just. He's the sound, of, he's that through chapped lips. Yes. Oh. Mouth breathing. Yeah. Kind of crusty kid who thinks closing dragons eyes cuz the reality is are, too much. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And well, the eye was kind of a weird mix of just me <laughs> and I squint a lot. And also, he's just like, yeah, it, we're shooting in the sun and everything. and it's like you blocking out the world. He's just like, it's too much. Oh, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, i am doing it now, but it's just like, it, it was just, it was natural for me, but it like made yeah. sense for the character. It was yeah. so easy. Yeah. And you leaned So in? we just, yes. yeah. And, and Jared and I, I will say, we went to the DI. I don't know if you like, but in Provo, like the Deseret Industries. That's their um, goodwill. You know, it's just where you can go get secondhand uh, clothing, everything. So we went to the local DI and we just started going through clothes, and we just started like, oh, he'd wear this kind of shirt. This has got a sweet ninja or a sweet <laughs> dragon on it. Or these acid-washed jeans, and then simply it was like he mentioned the moon boots. I was like, sweet. I remember having those. And then his wife um, was like. And this is the best part. This is like a, a day or so later after I said, yes, I'm going to do this short, which was a two-day shoot in Preston. It was like no big deal. Yeah. But before that, she's like, called me up and and because they, they worked together and did everything. So Jerusha, his wife, she's like, John, what do you think about a, a perm? I was like, and I was single. And I was like- you know, I was like, okay, I'm post-mission. I want to like start dating. I'm not good at dating. I, I don't know how to, but I like girls and I want to get with them and I don't think a perm is <laughs> going to help me. But all this thought process, it's, like, it's going to be harder. Everything I just told you was a millisecond where I thought that. And then within the same millisecond, I was like, dude, what? who am I kidding? You're never going to see another student here who's not even officially an actor. I'm not a paid or a professional actor. But you're not going to see another student do make that kind of commitment for a student film. And I saw what level Jared was on and he's going to give it his all. I was like, "We are going to kill it." Mm. Like of course, yes. Mm. And I was like, "Yeah, absolutely. Let's get a perm." <laughs> so, I got my friend who was a hairstylist and she gave me the best perm. Of your life that the, the ever that yeah. I have ever had, but it was it was tight, it was amazing. I still tell people the, the perm in the short is years better than the one in the film. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, it's so good because <laughs> by the time we'd shot the film, we had someone else do it, they didn't, they did it wrong, so we had to re perm, which fried my hair. It was just a mess. So, what happened between the short and it becoming a feature? I mean, so we did, did, the did the short and it was awesome, and we got it in like slam dance, which is. Like Sundance, adjacent in the same place, but it's the smaller version. Yeah, uh, and that was like that might have gotten into a few other film festivals, but the point was is like this, this was we the loved short it. got in. This is a short. Yeah, and we loved we loved it, and I uh, to me it was perfection. Um, and people were digging it, like the local kind of indie. Well, the film scene at BYU, like people got it, they loved it. But you know, I didn't know how far that was going to go, and it was like maybe I don't know, maybe a few months later that Jared calls me up. And he's like, Dude, what do you think about doing a feature next? It was like the following summer, so we shot this in like fall of 2001, and then 2003 is when we shot the summer of 2003. So it was like, Yeah, about a year and a half, like, I want to shoot a feature of this. What do you think? I was like, yeah, of course, I'm game. Like, why would I say no to that? Yeah. And he originally he, what a lot of people don't know is like he wanted it to be just the same kind of vibe, but different characters. He knew he wanted to call it Napoleon Dynamite because the 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 black and white, the short one. My name is Seth, and there's no. He just knew he wanted his first feature. I don't to be see called.
0: Seth Dynamite making forty four <laughs> million in the theaters or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah.
1: And, that's uh, a big. That's a big mistake. Seth, Seth isn't working. No, Seth. No, Seth, Seth. Seth was his name. Okay, I like it again. I like that. <laughs> it was rad. And I was like, oh, we kept. I think Svadine made it into the film. I think. Okay, but he was like, he originally talked to me. He was like, "What if we like shaved your head and gave you braces?" And he was thinking of a another crusty kid from Preston, Idaho, but wasn't the same. But then we did the. Sh- oh, and then. That's right. He had talked to me before the short really came out. Then after the short and he saw how well it worked and it was kind of a test. It's, you know, a lot of directors will do that. He's like, no, we're keeping that character. Yeah. It works so well. Don't fuck with Seth. Yes. And then let's, we call him Napoleon Dynamite, new new name, and then we're just going to bring in. Where'd that come from? So he, on his mission. Uh, Get out. Yeah. He was on the streets in Chicago, came across this guy. They start talking about like, Hey, I'm Elder Hess. He's like, oh, Elder Hess. So he starts talking about like, well, it's a title. We go by this. And he's explaining the name. So what's your name? And he was like, he like that's interesting. You're talking about like interesting names. Well, mine is Napoleon Dynamite. Shut up. And he was this like weird- You shut the fuck up <laughs> when you're talking to me. He was this weird Italian guy. But get this. I don't know if a <laughs> lot of- This was even crazier. We found out later that Napoleon Dynamite was- Is like a pen name- that Elvis Costello used on one of his albums. What? Back in like, I think it was like the seventies or eighties. So I think this guy was a big fan of Elvis, Elvis Costello. Yeah. Or w- knew someone who was a big fan. It could have been, you know, yes. Hand me down through generations. This name, Jared had no idea of that connection. Wow. He, just, he just like, that is the sweetest name I've ever heard. I'm writing it down because he knew he was going to be a filmmaker. He was like, I'm going to make my first film called Napoleon Dynamite. Wow. And then that's how, and then we're and like, And then well, that we guy walks away from. and he turns into a deer and <laughs>
0: runs off. And you're like,
1: it's, Kane. <laughs> but he's it's still, Kane.
0: But he's still pooping human poops and you're like, the transformation, uh, there's some I'd problems rather, with the butt. you just
1: give us deer poop instead of human turds? I that's, would
0: much rather poop little skittles. A, yeah. Little poop skittles? Yeah, yeah. They're easy to clean up. And you know. don't even have to stop. You ever no. see a deer? They just keep going. They just walk. And, it's like and there's a no wipe. Breadcrumb trail. No wipe. It's no. like leaving a terrible cr- breadcrumb trail <laughs> yeah, for your friends. Terrible. Not as fun. It's not as fun.
1: But still. But less chance of you to eat it and not find your way home. trail. or where it's just like... Pfft.
0: My human turds couldn't get you from here to the kitchen. <laughs> just one it's, spot. It's, it's
1: more like it. Oh, he did make an X out of his turds. You do? What is under here?
0: You mark a treasure with a human turd. You make a trail with a deer turd. Yes, the trail leads the human <laughs> turd Different turds for different needs. And if you yes. make a typo at a typewriter, bird turd. And if you need to loosen the dirt, you just urinate on it. <laughs> and if you fart and it smells like that, it's called a duif. <laughs> This riff has opened a portal,
1: <laughs> a portal <laughs> from which no one returns. <laughs> we just keep riffing. Katie just has to leave. She's like, "Gross! I'm smelling it. <laughs> I smell it. Oh, I smell the urine. I smell your dweef.
0: Um, Okay, that so, yeah. story is incredible. And uh. then,
1: uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, we shoot the movie in 2003. Um, not a lot
0: of bread, right?
1: You, uh, no, no, not like. But I was, it was just for the like, fun of it. It was for the fun of it. It was like I was. I mean, I was happy to. It was a thousand dollars. American. I was like, yes, <laughs> luckily, and uh, I was like, uh, I was like, sweet, yeah, that's fine. I Any like, back end? Uh, no, not real. No, I wasn't SAG. Oh, I wow. was not with anything. Yeah, and the producers were kind enough after the success after this yes. film sold at Sundance. They like John. We're gonna throw you a couple points. They made oh, they did okay. Yeah, yeah. so they made good. That's
0: a unlikely, yeah.
1: Yeah, Well, you know, story. Well, you know, we're LDS. I was gonna say we do that. You know that bodes well for the LDS right there. Um, Well, and and these guys were friends. Yeah, these guys are Jeremy Kuhn, who was a producer on it. His brother financed the whole thing, so his brother is very happy. Hmm. Um, And uh, and yeah, we we made imagine (laughs) yeah,
0: that's a lot of X on your money. Yeah. You made what?
1: You were saying, and we made? No, so we made the film. Yeah. And um yeah, I don't know. It's like that brings us up to we're we're, we're coming up. Well, there's quite a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's cover.
0: Let me ask you this. Was there a lot of LOLing on the set? Because it seems like one of the hardest movies to shoot without laughing. I'm also going to preface that by saying that Valerie, my wife, who you did not meet. I met Val. You met briefly, yes. yes. She was on her way out, though. Uh, so it was sort of right. <laughs> we st- we I'm sure you get this every day of your life, but the one that we say every day is "explaced," placed explosives, like you accidentally or that's no? A quote. No, we say a it. Oh, or okay. if we do that, when you're thinking ahead to what you're gonna say, and you're yeah. gonna say "expedite," but and you blend it into the word before. But when that was in that movie, it was the first time I had seen it. Like. In the, clearly in the script, it's such a funny moment. It wasn't. It wasn't? No. Oh,
1: you just fucked up. That was... Mallory! you know what, What's so tell funny, Mallory! as I literally told that story today, someone asked me about it, which is so rare, but... What? So, the script, I'll tell you this, What the genius... Are you seeing other podcasts? <laughs> Michael. Rosenbaum. Oh, you did Rosenbaum yes, yes. today? That. that was yesterday. Yesterday, okay, yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. yeah. But it was after that that we talked about it. Anyways, he... um I'm giving you a second to cut that out because I don't want to mention Michael. <laughs>
0: um, I don't want to say. I don't want to give him any juice. No, no, any Jew, I juice. I can see a garment, dude. Yeah, I know.
1: I'm like you get so used Is that to that. Under Armour.
0: Is that your Under Armour garment? Un- under Armour. Garmin. Under Armour garment.
1: Armant. Garment. Undergarment. Garment. Armor. Gar- under Armour garments. Undergarment. Gar- uh, under, no. under Armour garment. Undergarments. Are you wearing your Mormon undergarment? <laughs> undergarment. Under Armour garment. You will still get a like. Oh yeah, here you go. I'll check it out. Um. Here's the eternal smile What is that? Sometimes they like The scoop neck Call it the, the Eternal smile Oh my Sometimes god Sometimes they're crew cut Yeah Sometimes no, Well if I'm it's not. a V You're like here. Sometimes there's the... a Straight four, uh Reverse hoodie Hoodie no. <laughs> Could you imagine Like people like I can't breathe in this. What were they doing I just saw a
0: kid Wearing the hoodie Like that The reverse hoodie Yeah And I was like This kid's figured it out Yeah They figured out life Yeah like, Your parents will tell you Where to go You don't need to see shit <laughs> Which is great
1: Okay, uh, so the, oh oh yeah yeah. So Napoleon explains like, he he wrote every, every line of talk. People ask a lot, how much did we improv? There was no improv. It was like every line was scripture. Like we, which was like wow. this is perfect. This is the kind of the cadence you don't want to start riffing. It just wouldn't match the vibe. It's and almost the rhythm like a piece of, of music. It, it was. Like a- it was just like you want to nail every single thing. But then when we shot that scene, it really was like I think Jared was like okay, I want you to have a current event about Lake Lock, you know, Nessie. And he, I think it was a loose script. It was, no, it was there, but it was more like the the flub was not in there. And it was just like, you say a little bit of this, but th- it was the only time Jared was like, just make up some stuff. Just, you know, just keep going because I'm going to have one of the kids inter- yeah. interrupt you with a laugh or like, yeah, yeah right. <sighs> oh, I'm going to kill that kid. You know, that kind of vibe. So... Yeah, that's just... I think I flooded it. Placed placed explosive. explosive, (laughs) Placed explosive detonators at the bottom of Lake Loch Ness (laughs) to blow Nessie out of the water. So, Cork Godfrey of the Nessie Alliance, summon the help of Scotland's local wizards to cast a protective spell over the lake and its residents and all those who seek for the peaceful existence of our underwater ally. (laughs) And all the rest, the last half of that, I just made up and just, like. Uh, but the flub, I, the second I flubbed, I was like, oh, we're keeping, I know he's yes, going to keep Yes, because
0: that. Napoleon has to be frustrated. Yeah, yeah Like, because yeah. he has it perfect, but he yeah. messes up. He's just, oh, oh, oh. I love to see, it's an interesting thing. How do you enjoy, I mean, you, you're delighting me. It, it's so fun. It's like being a magician or something. Yeah. You can do that and bring instant joy to people. And I was very curious to see what you're... Attitude is towards people wanting a little taste of the sweet, sweet.
1: Well, it is like through, you know, I went through in the beginning, it was, it was, it was crazy. I, I think, as you can imagine, it was just like going from zero to 60, and everybody was like, like so into it and dealing with fame and dealing with like, whoa, okay, this is new, but I, I still looking back and I will always remember, it's like, this is a good thing. Like people loved it. Right. And I've heard that Tom
0: Cruise will say, show me the money to people just to give you a parallel. (laughs) Like I'm always fascinated by this. Without being prompted. I think like, if they're like, Hey, show me the money. He'll say it back. Yeah. And I'm like, that's awesome. That's a real showman. Yeah. But you're, am I hearing you right? Maybe there was a time where you were like, I don't want, I was
1: always like, Mr. And and this is why it's kind of like, you know, we haven't really gotten into it. and Maybe we won't. But I and this may be a total segue. I recently watched all of Crashing, and I, I oh saying, you I did love it. yeah I love it. That's great. Yes, thanks, man. And and I did because I just worked with Jamie, and I was kind of like, oh, what has she done? And then I was and I don't, and I know of your stuff, but I was like, I'd always heard of Crashing, um, but I was like, I watched it all, and I was like, and I was like, and that's what was great about this because I was like, this is great. I relate to so much of this. Yeah so much like business stuff. I'm not a stand up comedian, but like, Oh my gosh, there's so much. And I honestly, after and this is recently, we shot this. I watched it. I was like, I never do this. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to DM Pete. I just feel like I got to Yeah. Did you, I didn't ah. because that's also I'm like, like- uh, but I was like, no, I'm going to. I was just lazy. But I don't DM anyone. <laughs> well, the whole time I was like, oh man, I'm not really on there, uh, and I didn't
0: see it. I was getting an apology. Ready.
1: No, no, I was just like, no. I I was like, I should, I should, I I should. And then and then Michael and reached then out, I reached and out. Then I was just like.
0: This is per- this is like. Insane. Oh, you watched it before you knew we were going to do it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, this is <sighs> And also strange. because you this, just did I a movie like with a month, Jamie Lee. That's why. And, yeah. and so I'd heard it and I was like, I was curious about it. And then Jamie, and I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it. And I was hooked.
0: Yeah. I'm oh good. Thank But I, I'm
1: telling you, it was like, I watched it and I was like, this is like. Like there's so many parallels. The parallels. So many. You'd be like,
0: shocked at how many people related to, especially that my character was religious and was trying to break into this There was, other there was world. a religious aspect. Yeah.
1: There was the the lust for like the happy guy because I was yeah. like, yeah. you are so sweet and kind. And yeah. I'm like, it's not a brag. It's just like I've always been very positive and very yeah. like, hey, yeah. It was just like, and there's an innocence there, but and trying to hold on to it. Yes, I think people are but, very interested in that. Yeah, I think you know there was like. Also dealing with the fame, I was just like, okay, I love that people, and I love. It would have been so hard if I didn't like Napoleon the movie and the product, and I love it. And it's you could be the guy from
0: the room, Tommy Wiseau or whatever, like who has to deal with people coming up who maybe think it's a joke. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. But everybody, it really does seem to
1: be like everybody loves Napoleon Dynamite. Like, well, you hope, and and the good thing is, if they don't like it, they're not going to approach me. But you still, I think everybody, you know, I'm sure you've had fans who's just like, you know, I don't think you're that. F- I don't know. Maybe they don't. Right. <laughs> but you right. will. I will get honest people as long as they're in company with someone else who likes it. Yeah. They're like, well, it's not for me. Interesting. And then I told like no 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 just go watch it again <laughs> go watch it two more times hilarious because I've learned that weird you algorithm do that it. people like s- will it's tell like me.
0: Anchorman in that way the first time I watched Anchorman I was like yeah. pass that was my the second time that I, watched was my, show, I was like
1: um, oh my god. Big Lebowski for me. Yeah.
0: It was the first I time I was like. I still haven't found a, a deep appreciation for Big Lebowski. How I, many I times have you seen it? I've given it a few tries for
1: some. Oh, man.
0: I, I don't. Te- I'm going to tell you why. I don't tend to like characters that are stoned and just can't get it together. I would get. I get that. You know that. what I mean? Like, I don't like, watch a lot of stoner comedies, but. Smoking Pot.
1: Then none of this. He will... has
0: the same name as you. <laughs> No
1: one has to lose a toe because you're
0: like, oh. well, honestly, man, you know, it's like, fucking get it together. It was so like a like the performance. For the yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. I'm wrong.
1: But About Napoleon that Dynamite, one. Yeah.
0: I think I liked it. I remember seeing the pi- uh, the pilot, the trailer for Napoleon, and uh, it yeah. got these weird laughs I've never heard before. Because huh. I think it was you going From over the you? ramp. No, no. you're like, I'm.
1: What does that mean? And then I sorry, dear.
0: No, I just remember the audience in Boston having no idea what to do with it. It had that, like, you know, the organ, and and you're just trying to go over a ramp. I think it was just a locked-off shot of that. It was just like Napoleon Dynamite. And we're all just like, what the fuck? You know, it's Boston. We're like, what was that? What the fuck was that, Napoleon what? You mean Elvis Costello's pen name? His nom de plume? (laughs) Dad, you're yelling. Uh, But I I remember even being like, I have to see that just based on the trailer. Anyway... So, uh, we're going to Jamie and 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 go on.
1: Yeah, and so I w- I just went through this period where a short, I, it it was I was always cool on the surface, but there was starting to become a little bit of like like with the not so much with the family, but kind of moments of like uh, like why can't people? I started to see with fans people doing not acting like I think people should act like. You know what? Why one. do like Like, why do they have to, like... I think it's because I never was starstruck. I was never... I never grew up around that. But it, I was always like, no, you respect people and you act cool around them. And when people are, like, kind of, sh- you know... Fans are fans. It's the great ones. And there's some who just do asinine things. Or Would or, people shove you? No, no. Like, oh, but be like, shovy about, like, okay. oh, you got to do this. Or, or hey, you know, Record like... Record my voicemail. Yeah, or whatever it is. It just seems like... There's being cool and then there's, you know, you're not really
0: being cool. But it right was now. a phenomenon and you had to deal with a lot of that. Yeah. And so you're saying, if I'm hearing correctly, there was a time when it wasn't that groovy to be, have people I yell Napoleon Dynamite." I always enjoyed Knight, a, an age.
1: element of it, but it was just having to deal, seeing a side of people that I wish I could educate everybody. Like, Like, don't don't approach me that way. Don't yeah. come up. Or the, it was like well, right how would the they, what would they give me a well, taste? If someone was taking video of me while yeah. I'm at a restaurant eating, I was like, that's so rude. And a people, I, I think that's part of the core of like my principled, mm-hmm. um, personality of like, people should not act this way. People should not be this way. And, and if only, and I wish I could educate everyone. And, yeah. Because like, you know it's not malicious, it's just ill-informed. It's just ill-informed. And that, they're not thinking about like... You or, as a person. <laughs> yeah, and it was also like, you know, I go to a party and I have a great conversation with someone, and they were like, uh, and they maybe be a friend or a, a, a sibling to a friend of mine, and we're at a party. We're having these great conversations. And at the end of the party then my friend comes and is like, hey, uh, yeah sorry I know you're leaving but can so and so get a picture with you and then I was always like I tried to analyze every mm. single interaction I was like dude we just had a really great one on one conversation why do they have to turn it and make it now I felt like it was almost mm. hero worshipping mm. and and it was a weird uh, Humble way of approaching it, but also like I was like, don't put me on a pedestal. And maybe it felt like almost oh, you felt you were trying to like keep it. I, I was almost felt like they were putting on me. On you a want pedestal. to keep it close to the earth. you yeah. were just having a nice. But conversation. I also felt like prideful about like feeling like I was being put on a pedestal. So like, no, they're not seeing it that way. So there's a lot of torn kind of feelings. But I was letting it get to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't. It wasn't ruining my life. It wasn't like taking me to a dark place for the most part. Mm-hmm. I was very happy to accommodate and to and to humor people, whatever.
0: But you know, but you it, can't go to Disney World. I mean, it would be hard well, for you to but, go to Disney World. And that was a
1: good example of like, sometimes I'd be like, and you know, especially in the early years when I started having young kids and I'd be in the middle of like, come on, like, oh crap, they just pooped their diaper and I gotta go, they made, messed. And and then people come up or, or I remember being on a plane once and just, I was I was really sick. And I was like, and so we were getting patient zero for COVID, right? What your patient zero. zero for COVID? This was no, this was like ten years before. <laughs> okay, but I think it was That's the serious. beginning. It that was, was not mon- me. It was monkey. It was monkey <laughs> flu, whatever they call it. Um, and I was getting off the plane, and I was so I knew I visibly looked like death. Ill. Yeah. And this couple comes up as I'm exiting, you know, the 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 plane. They're like. Oh my gosh! Like, hey, so like, can we get uh, can we get a picture of you? It was it was the first time ever actually said because I I was always yeah. very nice and tr- like yeah. tried to be, but I was like, I'm so sorry. I feel I'm so sick and I I, I can't take a picture right now. I'm so sorry. And just out of the nicest. I was like, I mean, if you have like a pen or paper, I could do an autograph. Like, oh no, we don't. It, it it's fine. And like, so sorry. You know. Yeah. Feel better. Yes. Cut to three minutes later, I'm waiting for my wife because she was in a different seat. And so I was still waiting there. The couple comes back with a paper and a pencil and they're like, can we get that? I was almost like, I was being like kind of nice. Like yes. I feel like crap. I, I don't want to deal end with all anyone. Of this.
0: Yes. I wanted to end all of this. So
1: it was just examples like that. Yeah. that just happened every now and then. Yeah. And Could then you was, sweat on this? Yeah. <laughs> but can- then I don't know. It felt like it was like 10 years ago. Suddenly I don't know what it was. It was honestly, it was a click of just me mentally turning a, flipping a switch. You're like, I'm not going to let it bother me anymore. It's yeah. stupid. It's, I mean, there will always be, you know, idiotic fans or doing things that they don't realize. I don't care anymore. I know what everybody says. You know, if you can bring joy to these people, Well, that's what I was just experiencing is
0: what yeah. made me like, I was shocked and I'm not like an obsessive. I probably, I probably have seen it, you know, a good 10 times, <laughs> but yeah, I know, you know, people that have seen it hundreds of times, Yeah, but like, it instantly brought me joy, like like my daughter if she sees balloon animals or yeah. something. Yeah. So there is something nice to see yeah, and that you. That but I release. also like the boundary that you have. You, you know, it can be both. You can have a boundary and a, and a
1: and a time and a place for things. Yeah. But also, it's really fun to see you just. But be I'm like, trying to like turn off like that. I'm not going to try to educate people anymore. I'm not going to try to yeah. uh, uh, lecture them, on, or or even in my mind lecture. Like, oh, this is what I should have said. Yeah, I'm just like, look, some people are like weird. Either I avoid situations, but for the most part, I love it because I do see that. I see that joy, and I see that immediate gratification of like, yeah, oh, they, like they love it. I mean, if and you I could
0: feel how I felt, I think. I, I mean, you're already you're you're already there. But I'm like, this isn't fake. It's like I'm really having a great time when you did your Nessie speech, and I was just like, <laughs> it, it. It ties it to a nostalgia and all these. It made me feel like I was yeah. a kid again. Yeah. Like it was really great.
1: It's like we say magic trick because yeah. you know there's the people we working in the industry. You've met a lot of people you probably geeked out about. Yeah, and it is the yeah. same thing. You're like, especially with when it's someone and I'm speaking on this behalf where. It was a quotable movie and it it brought people back to a certain time. And when I see, if I see Patrick Stewart and if he goes, engage. Yeah. Of course. And I hope he does every once in a while. Like, please. And you know, you kind of have that, but you're like, I'd rather have just a nice conversation with someone that I respect. But how great would it be to, sorry, to get, if you're a
0: Trekkie, you get. A trekker. That's what me and my brothers called ourselves. We were trekkers.
1: Not trekkies? Yeah, because we didn't want to be lumped in with the trekkies. I understand. Trekkers were cool trekkies. (laughs) All right, so if you're a trekker, and you're (laughs) at a Star Trek (laughs) convention And you dweef.
0: And you arrange it so that you propose to your girlfriend, and then as soon as you put the ring on, you turn, and Patrick Stewart is there, dressed as Jean-Luc Picard, and he goes, engaged. (laughs) That is oh my god I mean that would be the if greatest one of all time. Up.
1: She's like And that? then he gets beamed up. And then he gets beamed up. Which would be incredible. But then the cable snaps. He was like <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not just supposed to work this way. <laughs> number one, We're, this number didn't one. happen in rehearsal uh two
0: questions one what did you think about the kanye lyric i mean when kanye did uh a napoleon
1: dynamite i mean that's i mean you know cool right yeah i guess you know i load you pretty cool huh (laughs) yeah people ask me that i was just like yeah i mean like i didn't listen i've not i've only heard the song once really yeah i wasn't i'm not like tell me nothing i can't i would like they're just like hey they're using it i was like all right i guess that gets me points with the young crowd even yeah. though i was still young at the time, yeah yeah, yeah. like all right
0: whatever. i mean if kanye said what you know about green eggs and ham I, i'd be pretty excited but i understand <laughs> there's not much to say about it I yeah let me ask you this uh because we are in the last moments here of the show it's been wonderful this has been a day off for me uh, i say that when i get to just listen to the podcast yeah i didn't feel like i had to work oh good uh so thank you <laughs> what it, what is it what does it mean to you? How are you finding a, a a faith and show business balance? And I'm not asking that from a pious place. I'm just curious. You don't live in Hollywood. Yeah. You've done amazing things. Yeah. None of us are Dan Rad, but I mean, like you've you've had you, Blades of Glory, all all of these amazing films, and voiceover and directing. But how are you balancing it with something that isn't really like a, a, a an LDS movie star? When I first heard "Tell of You" was sort of like talking about like a a Jewish unicorn or something. Like it was just like, (laughs) did you hear? There's a Jewish unicorn. The regular Christian unicorn. (laughs) Yeah, all unicorns for the most part are regular Christian.
1: They're Christian. That's Christian (laughs) mythology. If you look it up, Jesus
0: rode out of Gethsemane. (laughs) Revelations. There's all kinds of. There's a lot of unicorns in Revelation. Um, Tell me.
1: Well, it was uh, And I'm
0: not asking that from like a judgy place. No, Just no, because no, people no. ask me that. Uh, yeah. They go, You're a person of faith, how do you blend it? I'm more interested in you finding a balance of being a, a, a spiritual person yeah. that feels a connection to your creator. Yeah. And a business that's like, look at John Hader, he has a pack of gum, give him fifty grand. Just <laughs> say he likes that gum. Like that's <sighs> not I great book for you. That. <laughs> <laughs> As long as it's double bubble. That specialness, that showiness of show business isn't necessarily, I'm saying, always great when you're trying to feel at one with the world and exactly. and see everyone as your brother. When you're in gifting suites at Sundance, you can feel that you're like, oh, this is why in the, in the desert, uh, the devil... Uh, Tempts Jesus with money, power, fame. These are the things you and I have embraced. (laughs) So, like, what do we do? That's not a judgment.
1: No, no, no. I think I was equipped early on to have, like, a sense of humor about my faith. Excellent. And when I say sense of humor, I think, like, a place where I could, like, objectively kind of stand outside. I've always tried to do that in my personal life for you know, empathizing and sympathizing with anybody, any culture, whatever. Mm. It's like, you just, I I always tell when I go do youth talks or whatever, I was like, I feel like the secret to life and possibly happiness is, is perspective. You know, if you could just walk in the shoes of another person, if you could just stand outside of yourself and, and because it's, it's the secret to, you know, eradicating pride and eradicate, you know, and getting into a place of humility. So,
0: and having, solidarity and compassion, and yeah, empathy. That's and beautiful, having yes.
1: that ability to, and, and I am not perfect. I am saying, like, you know, I will plenty of times step outside of my own shoes. Do I always get the perfect view, or do I get fully educated? No, and I am always trying to do that. But when when it comes to yeah, the faith in, in Hollywood, yeah, going into Hollywood. You know, you all, I always made that joke like, oh, Hollywood is the den of Satan. And it is where, you know, dreams are made, but it's also where, you know, deals are made as well. Um, <laughs> but not really obviously believing that. I wanted to come in and, and make a difference, but also the difference was like prove to myself, like I want to do this, I want to make movies, and I want to I push the boundaries a little bit. They always say stay away from, you know, in in youth, uh, growing up as an LES youth, it's kind of like that idea of, don't get too close to the edge of the cliff. You know, mm. like know where the boundaries are. Don't put yourself in situations. And I was like, I think I didn't. Hopefully, I didn't make the mistake uh, or you know the choices what you see other people make. Are like, no, I can I can handle that close. And then you know they fall to temptation or they fall whatever it is. But I felt like I want to be in that world, but I also want to. I want to just simply. It's not just one. Uh, this is what I believe. I'm going to continue doing this, and I'm going to do my best to make it work. But I had no guidebooks. I mean, there's not like a That's what community. I mean. You're in,
0: you're in un, un, uncharted territory. Yeah,
1: yes, very much. And so it was like, all right, I got to just follow the spirit. And the and story, just... though, would by right, should have been
0: John Heater, sort of like crashing. It's like not that my character lost his faith, but he had to redefine it. Yeah, yeah. He, he started meeting people that he loved that he used to would have thought were going to hell but he saw the god in them. Yes. He saw the love in yes, them, and the beauty and in them. That
1: spoke to me. Of course, course, I know. Course. I
0: knew you you're that kind of person, I can tell. But um the story should have like, you know, most people would have predicted it would be as soon as you made money. Yeah. And as soon as you were surrounded by people who weren't in the church that you would you know, yeah. marry an actress, get a mansion, Probably start doing drugs, you know what I mean?
1: And we see that Off of whose backs?
0: Yeah. What, what did you have in that story? I saw you doing it off of a duck, actually.
1: Oh, a duck's back? Ugh, nothing right. like duck cocaine. <laughs> Decane. That's what makes me so daffy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I I played out all those scenarios, but it was always like, yeah, I'm not interested in that. I, I knew from an early age I wanted to have a family. I, this is what I believe. I want to like live this way. And you know, I don't want people to think and or myself to believe like, oh, I got to get out of LA because we, you know, as you said, we just moved and it wasn't so I need to get away from Hollywood. It was more like, I need to get away from the heat. I just, mm. this is, literally, it's too hot here. Oh, is that right? Oh, it was a big,
0: a big decision. I, I love Katie before you got here, I was like, I bet he has a, a cool, weird reason for leaving LA. And no, you're like, no. It is
1: hot here. It is hot as and hell. And there's traffic. <laughs> I thought it was corrupting your soul. No, it wasn't. It was really like, I, I'm a very visual, I just like, I grew up in Oregon and I love the Pacific Northwest. I was like, I just want to raise my family in a place where I don't know. Like, I always had an image, and you know, and a, and part of that has come true. And it really was like, I just want to be a, I don't know, a Pacific Northwest dad. Yeah, no, I can see and that kind of you. doing art and doing acting on the sides and going. But I want to be able to see trees. Yeah, I just, no, it really was more of a physical thing. But uh, and I was very sad because I left some people behind, my uh, my brother who lives here, and obviously a lot of friends. Which means a lot of people think you live here. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> like, Although oh, I great. saw a photo of your brother. Different, different vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, I subtitles,
1: mean, fatter? <laughs> yeah. No, he's great. He's, he's different vibe. He's slimmed down. Let's slimmed say. Slimmed down. Beefy. Yeah. <laughs> beefy. I actually thought, beefy. I saw a
0: photo of you guys and I was like, these, these, are, these have different, I meant it as a twin compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said the same thing. No, to if you and met
1: him, uh, our kids stare at us every time we're together. Because they love seeing this weird mirror. Because even if he looks a little different, the vibe is pretty much the same. Has like, he ever gone as Napoleon talking? for Halloween? I mean, that's. No, right he would there. never <laughs> sink to that. He would never sink to the level he of. He would like, never let you out. I'm going to be my brother standing. You know, and Hilarious. like. Hilarious. I'll punch you in the face before. Is he slightly you... older? I mean, he's like three minutes older.
0: Yeah, see, Yeah. I can feel that.
1: So. Um, uh, what are you... Sorry. No, 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 just like going back to the balancing and like. Yes. I don't know. Maybe I covered that, but I, I think you did. I, yeah. Sorry.
0: No, sorry.
1: This is your time,
0: baby. Yeah, yeah. We, I i haven't had an LDS guest though. So I'd love to ask what I asked this to everybody. What do you think happens when we die? Well, wow. Let me get
1: into uh discussion six in our series. Do you vie for collab? Um, um, isn't, isn't collab a thing? That is like deep stuff that I think, like, that's not, that's like not what they, t- yeah, yeah, it's not mainstream. I couldn't even give you all the answers to that. You yeah. Know? And I'm not saying it's ignorance, but it's not what's yes. important. No, I understand. That, um, I said it half kidding. No, no, but it's like, yeah, no, I, you know, I believe, I definitely believe in the afterlife. I, it's still not quite certain to me. Like, they, we talk about like, not spiritual prison, but like the spiritual, um, like whether the waiting and I, you know we aren't giving all uh, given all the answers like while we wait I do believe in the second coming I do believe that we will be judged and we will um and that we are saved But based on um you know that everyone will be saved that we will be resurrected I acts? believe in
0: I believe it's an axe there's something that all are resurrected yeah we will I yeah. I believe we, we will all be resurrected but there's a hierarchy right my father's Mansion has many rooms, sort of thing.
1: Yeah, a little bit of that, but I think it really will be like even the lowest level is you would if you saw it, you would kill yourself right now to get there. It's that much better than Earth now. I see, kind of, and even so, those are the sons of perdition. Is like the lowest, right? The lowest is kind of what we talk about: outer darkness. Like, sure, I guess you could call that hell, but when I, I mean, it's like we're talking, you gotta be really evil. Yeah. Like, like you're evil incarnate. I don't believe <laughs> it's hard for me. I I've always struggled with thinking people are evil. They are terrible, evil acts. Right. That you do. And well, the every-
0: conversation of ethics and accountability and yeah, like yeah. culture and like you're, you're part of a thing and you're just responding to all this impetus and the the way we work. It's another conversation. I'm, I am, and I'm not going <laughs> to charge you with explaining evil. um, but it's—I I had another LDS person explain it to me that they were like, even a non-Mormon, someone who never was baptized in the church, would still be in a heaven. They would just be in like a lower heaven.
1: Even if that, you yeah. know, like, I believe that everyone, everyone will know the truth, whatever that truth is. Everyone will have that chance to accept it or not. Even though I'd feel like if you know, truth if, is staring you right in there, the face. Yeah. Um, and you're dead and, and you're
0: like, but I'm back. I think yeah. I'll accept this
1: now. <laughs> like, I don't think anybody will suffer. Anybody will like, I mean, unless you are like truly have decided to be, you know. Yeah, I, I understand. Don't know. I don't know. It's hard. What it's, about? It's shrouded in it's mystery, but I do, I believe that there's afterlife and that we will, as they say, we, we can be with our families forever. And Yeah. And it's. Exciting. It's beautiful, yeah. I can't Um, wait. Let's do it now. Together. (laughs) Right right, now. Let's end it. Let's go! Give me a sharp... (laughs) Finally, a viral video. (laughs) (laughs) That's real. That's fake. That's just doctored, man. That's an After Effects chapter, I know. I actually... I'm not a uh, Latter-day Saint,
0: obviously, but um i do have beliefs you look that are, it, man! i certainly you do. look at my joke in utah is i go they let me in the temple and everybody laughs, <laughs> um, i laughed yeah i know see uh i have a whole 10 minutes i do in utah but um Hilarities, good club yeah. anyway um what I, i'm trying to preface it by being like i have some pretty interesting ideas on whether your inherent divinity for example yeah um i believe in katie's inherent divinity i believe in everybody's i always say like were drops of water and a way of thinking of it as is God is, is the ocean, yeah. but God is the animating principle behind all things because God is a metaphor for being itself. That's what I would say. So we are, so we are made of that, that being, yeah. the, the I am that I am that Moses encountered. Um, so I say that, I give you sort of like a far out idea, in quotes, far out. Are, where are you on the as we are God once was, as God as we will be? Is that a Mormon idea,
1: or is that just it is. some people? Yeah, I th- the idea that there God exists, and that he, and He has a body, and He has an image, and and for all, and I I believe strongly, like you know, th- our entire li- our entire life, and when I say that, like me LDS in our community, you know, you're taught these things, but there is I I truly believe there's going to be so many things, whether it's after the second coming or after we die, that are going to be revealed that like. Oh that's what not that we had it wrong but there's just so much more mystery to be revealed but and so however that's interpreted i do believe we're created in god's image and therefore and part of this you probably heard of like the plan of salvation and this plan that he has for us that he has a plan for us and and part of the the biggest thing is to get back into his presence to go live with him again and to become like him meaning to learn what it's And that's the whole inherent like divinity of families and, and learning to ha- be parents and learning to create ourselves mm-hmm. while on this plane mm-hmm. and in the next life is sort of Continue to do creating, what god to like do. having and,
0: children is sort of like a, a little taste of what it's like absolutely. to be god. Absolutely. Creating is a little taste of what it's like to be god. And these these things are available to everybody. Yeah. Not not just uh having kids but creating and yeah. engaging and making something new out of that wasn't.
1: Yeah. And yeah. and working our way to uh, be like him.
0: Yeah. It's interesting I think where and I'm not trying to dredge up differences. I think our differences that I'm like I think that's sort of available now. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder if you do too. Maybe it just comes into a different manifestation in, in after the second coming as you say or after you pass uh and you go into the afterlife. But I I think what I'm saying is I think God is is here now, looking out our eyes sort of thing. Like I actually tried to find where it is in the Bible. I think it's in like the Gospel of Thomas, so it's not in the Canonic gospels But uh, <laughs> well, Whoa Big word Here we go But He's people going. say it all the time The kingdom of heaven Is within you um, I'm pretty sure That is the gospel of Thomas we, can't have, we won't say Look here Look there Here it comes It's already here And men do not see it So I have a feeling Of like When we die It's not another Well Buddy, let me actually say I have no idea. <laughs> I
1: know. I know. as I started and thinking I about think that, about I was it. like,
0: I don't know the difference between us. You're, you have you have these different images and you stuff. You have these different images, but
1: but I really I don't know. has feels like in the last <laughs> couple years, I'm. It's not that I'm questioning those images. It's more like expanding upon like the idea that I'm not getting more informed, but I I'm expanding my process of believing that. The, it will. I think it will still come out looking different than what I, hear I that. can imagine. I can't I think even that's comprehend I think if that's I even correct. try to, for a second. I mean, when you try to comprehend eternity, you, you know, we go cross-eyed. Yeah. And and it's, I think that's gonna be the same for so many things. We well, just, one of my
0: favorite eternity things is eternity doesn't mean never-ending time. It means no time. Yeah. So I was just watching something Rupert Spire was saying about this. It's like. Human beings are like refractions of light. So God is the light and he reflect, reflects himself like through a prism into something that's called a human being. And the way that time, that, the way that eternity looks to that refraction of the eternal, the way that eternity looks to that refraction is time. <laughs> Like, that's how you perceive. But eternity is always here. Yeah. The way we're just perceiving it through these things. Yes, yeah. So it becomes yeah. constrained in the same way we are constrained. Yeah. And when we die, oh, I no, know. I've gone across it. No. <laughs> I know, it, it gets nuts. That's really where yeah. our the way we talk about these things differ is I when I start thinking about death or heaven or the afterlife, I see that as the removal of all duality, meaning it's all one or it's all zero, meaning... I I drop the language of like and there's God in His body and here's me in my body. It seems more like a smearing of everything into, you know, huh. as you two says, all the colors bleed into one yeah. thing. That's just my symbol system. That's yeah. my metaphor that yeah. I use. But as as we're sitting here, I'm like, neither of these are either more woo woo or wacky.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it could. <laughs> I mean,
0: have you ever done psychedelics?
1: No, no, I, that would be interesting.
0: Never. <laughs> That'll be interesting. That, that, w- that would be interesting. Oh, that was like- I don't know if you like, would. That
1: will be interesting after he leaves that uh, liquid death. Yeah, uh, I forgot
0: to enjoy. tell him what's in there. There's yeah. Some liquid something else in there. It's a liquid LD. LSD. Life after death.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is what it's-
0: Oh, I can fly. Those can, those uh, substances can give you
1: a taste of that- Oh, yeah. Uh, Unitive consciousness. About, you hear about, about all kinds of stuff that I'm just like, you know what, I'll wait till- Yeah, the you know life what, Conjured on my own. That's
0: interesting is when people say they know, they don't want to do them, I'm like, we all have that experience, whether or not it's before yeah. you pass or after you pass. But it's kind of like you were saying, the truth is revealed to everybody. Yeah. And I'm not saying LSD or whatever or these substances always give you the truth. Sometimes it's just a fun corn concert. <laughs> <laughs> cool. here, let me ask you the final questions and we'll get out of here. Um, one, is there anything that you wish I had asked that you were waiting for me to ask? No. Okay, great. Two, uh, have What is the time in your life You've laughed the hardest Or one of them And to broaden it And to give you some priming Maybe you were a kid Maybe you were with your brother Maybe somebody farted Maybe somebody fell down <laughs> Oh man. Who are you with? Even if it's not a story uh, Who did you do a lot of laughing with? Or who do you do a lot of laughing with? Oh man
1: Um You know when you you laugh hard with buddies, obviously. Um, Maybe I'll bring it full circle just to keep the theme because there's countless times I've I can remember laughing so hard. But I mean, there was. I'll bring it back to the mission. Yes, And, and having those. Brother, like, my, my favorite... Well, I shouldn't say that in case any of them are listening, but one of my favorite companions. Yeah. My very last companion. He was you know his, who you are, Jebson. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, um, Elder Roberts from uh, New Zealand, and we were really good friends, uh, and we I, I just love him. And, um, you know, just when we mess... You know, you, you mess around. You know you're in a place where... When you're young, you can uh, find those moments to laugh the hardest because you're when you're on adventure, when you're doing high octane things. I don't know how many life threatening activities you've ever you know experienced, but sometimes those are the times because you're feeling almost that like abandonment of this is not normal and 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 I'm out of my comfort zone. So so only prefacing that because it felt like the whole mission. You're just kind of like I'm like I'm a kid. I'm here living alone with another kid. What are we doing here? So yes, you're always course. messing around. But I just remember one of the uh, hardest I left was just we were doing our nightly prayers together. We do a companionship prayer. And, I, you know, again, I had a sense of humor about all that kind of stuff. I I, I had a reverence <laughs> for things that were reverent, but I like to mess around with it a little bit. Yes. And it was his turn. He was praying. And I just thought it would be funny if I, like— We'd always like kind of pray, like leaning down. And so, uh, while he was, you know, his eyes are closed, he's praying and I like I'm crawl poem, really. like right, like as quiet as I can. And he's praying and I like get right, right up, face. right up to his face. I could tell that's what you're going right to do. Right up to his face. Just like, I'm like holding my breath so I don't give it away. And he's a bigger guy than me. And he, uh, and he says like, amen. And I out loud. think, yeah. And yeah. So we're, we're yeah. Just saying it together. He says, Amen. And the second he, like, just peeked his eyes up, but before he even registered me, he registered someone was there. And I was, like, mid-aim, and he just goes, and just hit me so hard. <gasps> I flew back onto my futon, because that's what we were sleeping on. I just flew. Demo. It felt like a body's, like, like forever. just, whoa, oh, like, hit the thing. Of course. Yeah. He went to fight, flight, freeze, and he chose fight. Oh, he just, like, slacked me. And I didn't know we had never been in that situation. Wow. And I was sitting there laying down just in shock. And the second he did it, he didn't even register, like, are you okay? He was on the ground laughing so hard. Oh my god. And then I started laughing but after like the pain yeah, it's yeah, exciting, yeah, yeah. but you know, even through the pain I knew I was fine. And I, we it was a good hearty, hearty laugh. He smacked your name tag yeah, off. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a number of times another uh, I just love Go it so ahead. much. Laughed while I like this question. Like, my it was also on the mission and it was uh my uh, another, uh, he was from Australia. It's all from the down under yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. countries and we're riding our bikes. You do a lot of messing around on your bikes. So we, we just mess with each other and he was really good at riding bikes and uh, he was fast and, and we were just riding along and, um, on the streets of Tokyo and, and just one of the things I wanted to mess with was that we're, I go over to him and I was like, hey, we're riding and I get close, and I was like, dude, check this out. And my plan was to hawk a big loogie and shoot it right through the spokes of his front tire. Just to what? like, it was stupid. It, it was, it was a funny. Loogie. It was dumb. It was, yeah. it was like, so what if it hits it? Is it gonna, I was almost, maybe it'll spray everywhere or I don't know. But I was like, check it out. And he was a little bit more, as I said before, the Manjibe type. He was very strict. And I found that with a lot of Australians, the oh. Australian machines were very strict. And yet, he, whenever he was around me and my brother, because my brother also worked with him in the training center and he loved us because we could pull out that like shelf, that like, you know, strict part of him and bring out a little bit of that smile and that humor that was, we knew was deep down. Yes. Was like <laughs> And it was so, and it was always fun. So I go, check this out. I go, and I go, I just hocked the biggest loogie but I don't know what I was thinking. It was like his hand was right in the way. And it just went all over it. His hand was on the thing. He just covered his hand. Oh no. Covered his hand in He's this slimy giant him. slimy loogie. Oh, and no. the same thing. He was in shock. And but it was more like he just like kept looking. And I immediately almost crashed my bike because I was laughing so hard. Cause I was thinking, this guy probably thought that's what I intended to do. He was like, hey, check this out. I'm gonna spit all over you. <laughs> Like, watch what I can do, I check and how dare I can roots. get away with it? Yeah, <laughs> but I was like, I was just just gonna spit through your smokes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> his reaction was the best because he's just like, wow, that's uh, that's cool, Peter. Good job. <laughs> he didn't even see, he didn't talk. He was just froze like. Okay. He didn't I, even wipe it the off. Less, the less he talked, the more I laughed. I lost it. Lost it. Too
0: fantastic. Yes. Oh,
1: gosh. More, I'm so glad we got to talk so
0: much about your mission. I was clearly sad. So yeah, I did not expect that. I love, I will talk about a it. little Napoli die. Yeah. Dude, what about Will Ferrell? He ever crack you up? Oh, he did. But in a,
1: you know, I, he was, he was just like, I always say like he was the cool senior and I was like kind of the nerdy freshman and yeah, just like, yeah. but that he was like, come on, come hang out with me. Yeah. I was the Corey Haim to his, uh, Charlie Sheen. Okay. From Lucas. Yeah, Get sure. That? Yeah. Yeah. Felt like that. Like it's just like, he was, he was so nice and kind yeah. and just easy to work with and he would crack jokes, but he was also like kind of doing, All right, we're job. doing, doing our job. But he was also laid back enough that we would like can kind of laugh about guys on the crew and stuff. Yeah, but very funny. It was more. I was just like, "What's it?" You know, he's you one doing? of those people though. they if he was just like, "Hello," I'd yeah. be like, "Yeah, oh, <laughs> I just laughed." Like, just like, "Hey, what's going on?" Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> well, John, this was ama- oh last question.
1: Why why don't you like being called Johnny? I was joking about that. You can call me whatever you want, baby.
0: On the phone. Petey? Do you ever I go by Beauty. Petey? Oh, I love being called Petey.
1: Oh, I don't mind Johnny. Okay. I have like one friend who will like Johnny John, Johnny, and uh, and he's my he's my best. So, so okay. Your favorite. So it's is reserved for him, you bastard. Don't ever call me Johnny. All right. You have yet to let's get go to the there. afterlife. But I feel <laughs> I feel like we're gonna get there. Let's do this. Let's go. Stand out! Rapture, here we come. <laughs> if you went up. <laughs> And that you would it. be viral, and are right here. Just hold on to my ankle. No. We're we're allowed a plus one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm a. Fa- I got a family.
0: I got. A, I got a lot of people but to bring. Come up.
1: on, hold on. No, forget them. <laughs> I think I can suck it.
0: <laughs> let me. This is interesting. You don't have to do it as Napoleon. I'm going to let obviously off the hook. But everybody says keep you keep it crispy at the end. Keep That's how we end. Yeah. Would you say keep it crispy and then we're out?
1: Keep it crispy, and crusty did it I said don't I, oh I thought you, no, I said, you were almost like suggesting to do it well of course I wanted you to well two. then I'll do it because we but just I had didn't. that talk I want to bring you that but then I was like you already did it I want to bring you that second of joy Chris, in a otherwise miserable life this one got in a what is it this one got into a patch of turnips or <laughs> this one got caught in an onion patch this one's perfectly fine it's just milk it's awesome <laughs> Very good. Well done. <laughs> I'll give you my favorite line, though. Go ahead. The time machine. Yes. And he's like, "Hold on, I forgot to put in the crystals." It was <laughs> like extreme close up of the crystals going into the little slot. I was like, "Oh my gosh, that kills me."
0: I forgot to put in the crystals. Thank you so much,
1: John. This was Thank a pleasure. You, man. Yeah.
0: Get out of here. Oh, oh, okay. It's over. <laughs>